Pardon this interruption. We've got to stop and talk to you about some beautiful ads. First off, it is AG1 time. Woo! I you take your greens today, brother. Oh my god, dude! I've been really consistent with my AG1. Yeah, and I've been eating not great lately since I got yeah. home. Uh, I feel so good. I take it every day. Every, every day, morning. dude. Every yeah. morning I start. I've been because it's so hot here. Mm. I've been starting with uh, AG1 liquid IV combo back to back. Dude, I feel incredible lately. Yeah, it, it, we've said it before. I don't know what I was missing. But it was something. <laughs> it's in there. It's, and it's you can get somewhere. it at athleticgreens.com slash hardlore. Uh, you get five free of those travel packs, which came so in Dude, handy yeah, while we were yeah, international. Absolutely. I'm not flying without them. No. And uh, a year supply of the vitamin D drops. Yeah. AG1 is the goat. We love working with them. I really hope that we get to do it forever so that we can keep drinking it forever. Yep. That's what the game was missing. It is also <laughs> Manscaped time, baby. Did you, you escape your man well. lately? Uh, not today. A couple days ago. Dude, I dude. am escaped to the gills. You're escaped you up? What. I'm escaped up, dude. Oh. I love Manscaped. I, I, I've literally used like every product except for the beard stuff because I don't have yeah, a beard. Yeah. But man, that body scrubber, I'm telling you. Body scrubber is unbelievable. The uh, body wash is like my daily driver dude yeah yeah that's exactly how i treat it i have my my fancy body wash and then my daily driver, my daily driver. Exactly um and, and honestly great. the manscaped one smells i get a lot of compliments on the manscaped Same. one and then when guys are <laughs> my thing at the gym and and where and whatnot <laughs> when when some guy is, is my thing <laughs> he's always like dude this smells so good. What is that? I go, that's the Manscaped Crop Reviver, brother. Check it out. <laughs> Christ. Uh, so, yeah, I love that. I use Code the, pres- Lore. the Preserver and the Reviver every day. Code Hardlore for 20% off plus free shipping. Manscaped. Uh, it's whatnot time, baby. Well, yeah. Hardlore is back on whatnot next week. The best place to buy and sell new and used hardcore memorabilia. We're on there. Brody King's on there. Dan Housen's on there. Lars Fredrickson's on there. You can get so much stuff there. Post Malone is done doing stuff on there. So much stuff. So much um, stuff for you. So much stuff for you. So much stuff for me. I We're going to get the coolest stuff. We're going to sell some really cool stuff next week. Mm-hmm. And it's a live Hardlore episode that airs one time. Yeah, you never get to see it. You just get to participate. So don't miss it, man. Mm-hmm. Back to this episode. Welcome. It's Hardlore time. How are you, Bo? I'm feeling great. Feeling so good. Uh, we're in my hometown of Los Angeles, California. What are we doing today? I don't know yet. Well, there's no plans. Um, we figured we're very thirsty boys. Um, we like juice, so we figured we'd come here and get a juice. I heard this place was pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, we can run into somebody that can show us something to do around mm-hmm. here. But until then... <laughs> Anthony from um, Anthony. Hey. Bud. Hey, buddy. 
Oh my God! What You're mic'd up. <laughs> He's mic'd up. You're mic'd up and ready to go. We, this keeps happening. This is Rick Owens. Uh, this is this is Anthony Anzaldo from from Ceremony, Cold Cave, and Anthony. How are All you? facts. Wow. <laughs> All facts. This is this is amazing. What, what do you say we get some juice and then just go around uh, LA today? I would love nothing more. Yeah, are you busy? Uh, I would love nothing more. I'm very busy, but I will drop. I'll drop it all. Cancel on everyone. Perfect. I'm yours. Awesome. Let's get some juice. <laughs> now, now there's an ordering. There's a situation. So you so you can get like a juice. And this is Beverly Hills Juice Club. It's called. Yes. Okay. You can get a juice. The end. If you want. If you if you want. I'm liking or, that. I'm liking that. Or. <laughs> you get whatever juice is talking to you. Oh. oh. And you get it with the banana mana. Mm. And that makes it, are you not a banana? Not, I can't do I'm a huge I, banana. Okay. <laughs> then, <laughs> are, we, are we beefing bananas? Uh, it's just like, I like it. I like it to eat a banana. Uh-huh. I like it but, to eat of the banana. Uh-huh. <laughs> but when it comes down to like banana flavoring. Uh-huh. It's not, really? it's not for you. I could, I could Linda Blair straight okay, on, got it, and got you it. know all about that. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's something you know about. <laughs> um, okay, or you do a compare and contrast. You get the juice and spend an, another, and you spend $25 just, mm. just for the bit, mm. an extra. I'll do that for you, and I'll just get me a, a mixed green probably. Let's, uh, let's order some juice, and then we'll talk about why we're here ordering some juice. Mm. I would love the apple blackberry coconut okay. with the almond banana mana, two, please. Two of those. And I think yep. my friend here would, would like the same. Sounds awesome. Pardon me. Um, now let me ask you yes. some advice here. First time. If I was doing a, an, an apple ginger, thank you, an apple ginger of sorts, is there one that you like? The be- like what apple lemon double ginger sounds extreme. I would extreme. Just say that. That's my favorite one. Let's oh. go. Let's get nuts. <laughs> With in the smoothie? Or no. Just, just a bonnet on. I'm not there yet. He's afraid of the banana. No worries. It scares no worries. me. Yes. Cheers. <laughs> the reason we wanted to um, fill our gullets full of sugar today was mm-hmm. Bo here is getting a, a, a fresh tattoo by your wife. This is this is this is a fact. Heather, More facts. Heather Bailey Anzalda, yes. fully union tattoo. Yep. Um, you know, a talented young woman. Good. Yeah, there's a hint of banana. It's really not that much. Bowie likey. Bowie likey. It's delicious. Huh? I I think it's the goat drink of Los Angeles. Really? Ooh. Wow. It's very good. Yeah. <laughs> now this is this might be the goat drink of Los Angeles. To be honest. <laughs> It's just where it's where you go for juice. It's a spicy, spicy beverage. Yeah. Okay. You got ginger in there. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess we should talk about. Let's talk about Anthony real quick. Yeah. Anthony, you're you're a Bay. Colin, you're I, a yes. Bay Area man. This is yeah. But this is your this is your zone now. This is home. When when did you move here? October of 2017. The day. Oh really? Of Halloween. Uh, October. Yep. October 27th. Halloween. <laughs> um, I live uh, adjacent to Dodger Stadium, mm-hmm. and we moved on the first day of the World Series. Oh my God! Which awesome. they were uh, perform playing in perform performing in yeah, which they were baseball they were performing in the World Series. Okay, I didn't know. 
I lived that close until that day. Perfect. Oh, so the, I, I thought I was moving into a quiet Queens, neighborhood, yeah. and it was not quiet it's, on that evening, my friend. It's not the place you're in now, is it? Um, it's on that street, yes. Yeah. We moved to Los Angeles. Right. We moved into one house. One year later, we moved two houses down. Oh, nice. Um, but yes, I, I, I've been here since 2017. Do you, do you think you'll be here for the rest of your life? I sure hope you're, so. You're an LA boy. I'm an LA boy. Um, I, I love it here. It, it felt like home immediately. Also, being from the Bay, yeah. like down here all the time yeah. for shows, it's not that far. I mean, yeah. it's we like to talk about how far it is, but in the grand- It just adds up when you're We driving. can get dinner there tonight if we wanted to. Yeah, right. I, well, I won't, <laughs> but we could. I will not. Um, well, we could. So, so you as a Bay boy, mm -hmm. as a young, small lad. Yeah. When did you discover punk music? Freshman year, well, I discovered punk music. Yeah. I guess punk and hard punk. And yeah, yeah, in the, like the subculture of punk, mm -hmm. punk community. Yes. Um, freshman year of high school, I sat next to a gentleman named Scott Phillips in first period. Um, what was the class? The class was uh, Miss Utter was her name, and she had cow, okay. cow themed okay. everything. She owned it. She, 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 she owned she it. Didn't, she didn't. It would have been. Yeah. It was. It was algebra. It was okay. algebra. Oh, okay. Um, Dude, real quick, freshman year, me. first period, health, first subject of the year, sex. So learn about boobies and stuff. Right away. Dude, second period, gym class. So I'm, uh, you're way yeah, too. Just, you're way too horny going yeah, into gym class. Fucking believe it. Anyway. I took I took health in summer school like a real piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wait, what? I took the unfailable class in summer. <laughs> yeah. So Scott Phillips. Scott Phillips, who sang in a band called Lifelong Tragedy. <laughs> so we sat freshman year. You're yeah. sitting next wow. to Lifelong so, Tragedy. So man? we sit next to each other. Our personalities are in sync. I um, grew up in a sort of a musical family. My dad was a radio rep for Electra Records and MCA Records. Wow. My uncle, his twin brother, was the head of promotion at Maverick Records, which was uh, Madonna's label. Right. So that was like kind of the family biz. So I was like, I'm music guy. All three of us yeah. have dads who are music guys. There you go. That's interesting. So you, you could, you remember being young and be like, yeah, you guys like music, but like me, I, 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 yeah. I my really, dad is ripping Dracula yeah. notes at three in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. About that. My dad's um, writing music about God. Yes, would it's believe. A, <laughs> brutal. I wouldn't. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. It was pretty. We would not. I would not believe it. Yeah, I would. I shan't <laughs> believe it. What shirt was he wearing? In freshman year, it must have been an AFI hoodie. Best besties. How old, may, how old may, are you? Maybe a Nerve Agents hoodie. I was fifteen. Are, are now I though. I mean. Now I'm 15, still. Yeah, that's still you, 15. As a 15-year-old, what year did you graduate high school? I graduated eight, at 18. That you're doing. This is awesome. This I is killing this. me. Yeah, no, you're doing. My great. head is doing backflips because I'm trying to think. You don't. The, I probably got into AFI around the same time mm -hmm. in the year. You know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They were my gateway. When band. did you graduate high school? Um, 17. You were 17. Yeah. What year? Seven. No, 2006. Okay, I'm 2005, so we're oh, so, so we're very close. Right. Um, so Scott 
was really into hardcore. Sure. And so Which I'm- in freshman year. That's impressive. Yeah, going in, so this was first period, first semester of freshman year. I already like hardcore. Yeah, so, so he so was- all summer, he's thinking. And he was young. If I sure. Yeah. He was young for our grade too. He's a year younger than me. So he was, I mean, Lifelong started, I think he was 14. Oh, fucking cool. Um, and so he, he introduced me to um, the scene and the genre of hardcore. And I was so enthralled because it was something I didn't, was unfamiliar with. So I was like, there's there's music that I don't know? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, right. You know, you know what I mean? Chucklehead. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, see. yeah, there's a lot. Um, <laughs> there's a lot. I had the same trajectory where I was like, Oh, Blink-182 is cool. You know, whatever's on the radios. I kind of like more, the more aggressive stuff. And then it was like Misfits AFI. Right. As soon as I found out what those were. Over. It was over. I was Eyeliner purchase. <laughs> hit. I was attended. Xing up at school. Xing up with eyeliner. So was <laughs> AFI like the man? I mean, so this was before Sing the Sorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a 10 out of 10 album. I, I One think, of the greatest ever. I think we would all agree. Mm-hmm. Um, we so, were all there. Yeah. At the the the, the twenty year anniversary. Yep. Was it? I forget that it was twenty. So yeah, and so the thing about AFI, they played the Phoenix Theater, which was board, which was in Petaluma, which bordered the town of Runner Park, where, Days of where we lived. Exactly, which AFI wrote a song about. So they were very recognized in the North Bay. Right. Yeah. So they were they were they were a big deal and got, you know, most all of us. Into, into punk and hardcore. They, I mean, they're just like a perfect yeah. vessel band to go from totally not knowing anything to being all in. I'm because all in. you can go back in the discography mm-hmm. and see about early hardcore days, right. and and they've been about it. Perfect. And their influences were so broad that no matter which sort of subculture you belong to or spoke to you, you would find something in them that resonated. I mean, you, you look in that room. At the Sing Sorrow anniversary thing, like, yeah, right next to each other it was it was Bo, who's a who likes the Who and Peter Gabriel and AFI. Yeah, yeah. It was Brody King who likes Hatebreed and AFI. Yeah, <laughs> and it was it was Colin Young who likes Anthony uh, and AFI. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Hans Zimmer. Oh, that's my big too. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's like you say how when when bands wear shirts in the promos and they wear, wear it on their sleeve. That was very apparent with AFI, and that's like good. Totally. The best. It's the way it should be. Wear shirts in your promos. Bands. So when when did you pick up an instrument or something? I picked up an instrument a year before. I had started, I, I bought a purple Stratocaster. Well, my father bought me a purple Stratocaster for my birthday the summer before um, because I, I wanted to I wanted to be Prince. So Prince, so Prince came Prince. before punk music? Well, you. well, well before. Yeah. Okay. I, um, First time I saw Prince was in 1996. I was 10, Jam of the Year tour. Um, so that was like, and then the following Christmas, I got every one of his records. So that was my, Prince was my guy well before that. So I didn't get into guitar from rock. I wasn't a rock guy You're until- a Prince uh, guy. Yeah, I was a Prince guy. Cool. Prince I'm, is the guitar music that yes, you play. Yes, wow. yeah. Um, and then, obviously getting into punk you find other people who are just starting to learn how to play their instruments and that's the beauty of the genre is that you could join a band without really being that experience right 
Absolutely. I mean, I mean that's hey man. That's the best part. This day. Yeah. Yeah. The best yeah. part. I'm, I'll, I'm oh. starting bands with guys yes. over 30 who are like, yeah, I'll try to be in a band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. But Prince, people don't know, man. People don't think of him as this upper echelon guitar player. But we we've talked about this a couple times. Nice. That fucking live while my guitar gently weaves solo. He shreds. I have worn out that tape, my man. That guitar is still on YouTube. Air. Yeah, it's still fly. I'm linking it in the description of this below. So click on that. It's it is your unreal. And if you really want to take a deep dive, Please. I found this. I can't remember the uh, the teacher's name, but there's a guitar teacher that breaks down that solo and the modes that he uses that are a bit unconventional for the key, but why it works, but why you think it wouldn't work. And it's like, it makes the, the improv of that solo even more impressive. Well, how proficient were you at guitar in your first night? I was pretty. You could rip. I was pretty good, fast. Um, I I started taking lessons immediately, and I always <clears throat> always told my teacher to give me things that he knows for certain that I can't play. Um, challenge, challenge. So I was, and I, it just I'm not I'm not trying to do a thing. Mm -hmm. It's some it's something that came natural to me and i practiced a lot and i had a teacher who taught me how to practice well um so i was i was good fast and how, how was that during your freshman year or was it quite yeah so so in my yes during my freshman year i got i would say is when i got so good. you became a consistent hardcore punk show goer and musician yeah. at the same time yeah, so yeah, yeah. already cool. things are things are things, things are moving, moving. things yeah. are moving yeah. Things are getting, yeah. You're fi you figured out your world. That's right, that's right. You moved in. But world, here I am. <laughs> what was your first, very first band? My first band was called The Rubber Band. Sexy. Um, it was with, there was a band called Set It Straight. Oh, I remember Set It Okay, so the singer of Set It Straight, who's from Roner Park, later moved to Reading, um, was two grades older than me. So he was a junior and we started the rubber band together. And it was like one of those bands where- The rubber band. The rubber band. Um, now, was this a thing not where you Richie were like- Collins and his rubber band. you were like, we need a name. And then he was like, I don't have anything. I just have this rubber band. <laughs> wait, wait. That's wait, a, no, wait, that, say that again. Dude, it's kind of like <laughs> the, the rubber band. That is, that's Colin Young right there. <laughs> that right there, that's Colin Young. Sorry, I love it. Is it the, the rubber band or the rubber band? One word. Rubber band it's, was it's one. The it's the item. The rubber band. band of rubber. Yeah, but the rubber band, like the band so just that so, is rubber, kind of. So I don't think we ever name. got to the point of stylizing it. <laughs> and it was one of those bands where like every song was a different genre. Yeah. You yeah, know? You gotta have one. That's of how the first band That's are. how, it, there's just you one of those. You threw beat down. Yeah, yeah. And you're covering the funniest shit. Yeah. yeah. Peter Gabriel. Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, we were new. We were doing, yeah, we were doing Peter Gabriel. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Yeah, yeah. And then we played the Phoenix once. Whoa, that's pretty. That's awesome. We, I remember calling Tom Gaffey, who owns the Phoenix, just, that's how you did it. Yeah. I called him, I, le I left a message. Hey, I'm this person. I play in a band called this. Would love to play the Phoenix. Months later, 
Tom Gaffey calls me and goes, hey, going down my list and it looks like we uh, owe you a show. Wow. We have a show with uh, Toast Machine, Inertia and Exposure. Uh, we'd love for you to open. And we opened the Phoenix Theater once. You know, obviously, Ceremony went on to play the Phoenix Theater a lot. Yeah. And the first two homesick events we had at the Phoenix, I, I have frequented the venue many times. It's still around? Then. It's still around. Oh. And Tom remembers one of the last time I was there, he was like, I remember, man, I remember when you played with the rubber band. <laughs> and we were not, we like weren't a band. You know what I mean? Like wow. we just, we just, it barely existed. Yeah. You run, I mean, you bent, you fucking flung your way into his heart. But it's, a, it's to open yeah. as an unknown, a first of four, yeah. and then he's like, he's a special, Tom Gaffey of the Phoenix is a is a legendary figure wow. awesome. in Incredible. the North Bay. What were some uh, some you know marquee gigs that you saw as a youth that really affirmed that this is the thing that you wanted to be doing? There was a band called Resilience. There were like a street punk band that would play the Phoenix a lot, and that was those shows where I was like, oh, this is like not just a fun. This, this isn't just a new genre yeah. that I'm that is I'm absorbing, but it, it like kind of showcased the community aspect of it. So those early resilient shows, but like a, there was, you know, this is when AN would come through the bay, Converge would come through the bay. That that era, you know, 2001. Yeah, that was like the first year, but then. I mean, this was, I was well into punk by then, but when I think back about shows in like my late teens and early twenties that made me, that really blew me away was, it's look back and laugh. Uh, at Gilman. Um, I think this is the first ever look back and laugh. Shout out. On, on yeah. So it's funny, years ago, I was listening to another, a, uh, another podcast. What? Uh, turned out a punk. Turned out a punk, fucked up. Hey buddy, hey Damien. And he was talking about Look Back and Laugh and how underrated they are. And I, in the Bay, I think they're underrated in the grand scheme. Yeah. In the Bay, they're very much not underrated. They were, underrated. they're very celebrated and just blew everybody away. Um, every member, every member of the band, they, they're one of those bands where like, you were like, how did the five of you find each other? Yeah. yeah. There was like a bus stop band. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and every and live, every member was essential. Um, but in the but my first but my first ever show that was like I knew I was going to a hardcore show. Right. Was the first lifelong tragedy show. Ah. Um, and it was your boys' big it was, show. It was, yeah. yeah right. the, the, they were my friends' sh band. First show. First friends band. Yeah. Really, right? Right. So yeah. you feel like it's yours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it was them and Beneath the Ashes <laughs> at West Coast Worldwide in Sacramento. Oh, wow. Yeah. What? West Coast Worldwide. Snacky Hoods. Not, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, so that, that kind of changed it all for all of us. Yeah. Because lifelong you know, they were like, an, they were an active band who would play Gilman and right. would play like a show down here. Absolutely. So they were like, oh my God, we could, that's a pot, that's a thing that's possible. Yeah, we can do yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there were our friends. Yeah. Unheard of. You know, uh, <laughs> and they were all 
in high school. Wow. So lifelong but tragedy yeah, opened open some doors for you. Lifelong tragedy is why is why the North Bay ex- exists. Wow. One hundred percent. You heard it here. It's a fact. It's a fact. It's on record. We're we're facts mints. We love big. Mints. I yeah. love it's all lore. We love. It's yeah, all, yeah, it is all lore. Yeah, all the way yeah, down. Yeah. So while we're here. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get Bo over to his uh, his uh, his doctor's appointment here. Yeah. Doctor Heather's got to fuck him up. Get to yat it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this has been Beverly Hills Juice Club. I love this. Yeah, this was delicious. You, I crushed it. I'm doing. I'm trying so hard. You were talking about. I'm I'm a usual. I'm a I'm a three sip guy. Oh, same. This is a ten. Yeah. <laughs> let's. We'll see you at Holy Union. It is very hot. We're at Holy Union Tattoo. We are now joined by another guest of honor, Heather Bailey Anzaldo, co-owner and uh, resident tatter, president tatter at Holy Union. How are you, Heather? I'm great. How are you? So good. Sweat so hot. So off. hot, but yeah. you know, so, so much hotter when I'm with the hottest married couple <laughs> in the world, frankly, scientifically. Uh, how long have you guys been married now? <laughs> we are coming up on seven years. Seven. Mazatop. Yeah. What was your first impression when you saw each other in the wild? Well. Well. Let me just let me just give you the story. Oh, I'm cringing for it. I was in uh, a Whole Foods market, ah, and uh, Heather here was with a mutual friend of ours. We had never met. And we knew of each other. Right. How could you not? Of Same course. circles. <laughs> of course. How could course. you not? Our friend walks up to me, introduces us, and then she remarks at my Depeche Mode to my Depeche Mode tattoo. Violator tattoo. Yeah. And no Heather says, oh my goodness, we have the same tattoo. Ugh. And yeah. I said, yeah, but mine's bigger. Okay. Wow. Is that really what you said? It's true. It's true. The kids Facts. these days talk about a little thing called Riz. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was invented in that moment. And now here they are, years seven, later. Seven years on. Yeah. If for the first time as a couple yeah. on film. Yep. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Bo's here today to get yatted up. We got him full of juice and sugar. All uh, juiced up. Um, right. And then we're gonna go, kind of go through the history of Anthony as a musician, of of, uh, of Heather as a tatter, yeah. and just get down to the the lore of this of these two lovebirds. Just immerse ourselves in this beautiful city that we reside in. In the air conditioning as soon as possible. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go inside. Come on in, Sean. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time as a couple, Mr. and Mrs. Bobman. <laughs> But what are you getting tatted today? I'm getting a Shawn Michaels inspired dagger mm-hmm. because Heather and I also share a love for Shawn Michaels. I think we all share a love for wrestling. We do. Big time. Wrestling. Big so, time lovers. That's the other thing. That's the other So thing. many things in common. Heartbreak kids. Dancing. Now, let me ask you this. Please. Group. To the group. Which one of us was at uh, the Shawn Michaels Razor Room ladder match in Madison You were there? I know the yes. answer. I know the answer. Holy was it you shit. who was there? Well, it wasn't me. It was, it was Anthony and It Lowe. was me. I forget about that all the time. Spoiled. Except they don't. Spoiled. Dude, when he, when he pulls the belt off, oh. he falls really yeah, hard. That's oh, yeah. a bump. Big yeah, like he bumps that hard. That looks painful. Yeah. And he got back up there for the, for sure the money shot. Sure oh, had to. Had to. No choice. 
So wrestling's the best, and that's why it I'm is. getting a Shawn Michaels dagger. Shawn Michaels rocks. Mm-hmm. His is in the shape of an S. Did you know that? You gotta. Get, are you gonna get a B? I so wish. Watch up, say. Just like, ah. yeah. this is Emily Rose B. Yeah. No. I'm not doing. She's it. thinking about it now. I can see. Yeah. I can see the wheels turning. Yeah. Let's talk about this real quick. Let's talk about this because there's this. there's four four edgemen right here. Yes, Woo! and this is the first tattoo that Heather did on me. Oh, that's this is awesome. This is the first. This is the second time we ever met. Was was this was this tattoo? I'm thinking about getting the hardest, <laughs> the hardest tattoo ever. Will you marry? Can you see it? Yeah. Can you see yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's crying. He's an emotional guy. I feel you. I feel it. That's fucking awesome. I feel it. What a story. I feel it. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about uh, finding, <laughs> finding, finding strength. How, yeah. how soon into your... Uh... Very, very soon. I'm, I've never, I've never drank alcohol. So I found, I found straight edge at the, at the top of my, um, of my entry into into punk, and that's really what yeah. allowed me to sink my teeth in. Straight edge Mount Rushmore. Ooh, bands or humans? Oh, whatever you want. Ooh. That's fun. <laughs> wow. Maybe two bands, two humans. Ban- uh, bands, minor threat. Yeah. Um, we. What? Well, do you not consider them a straight edge band? I do. Complicated. De facto. I do. Yeah. yeah, de facto. Proto. They're they're the Proto. they're they're the Stooges. They did it. Yeah. They're they're the yeah. Stooges to straight edge. And youth of today is like the remotes. Look at that! But 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 <laughs> on certain days, I want to count the Stooges as a punk band. So on, on that day, I'll count Minor Threat. Um, it's inarguable. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they made it. Yeah, yeah. As as a to borrow a young term, Please. young with a capital Y. Please. Scientifically, <laughs> scientifically, um, infest. Ooh, that's Great. a good answer. Look at that. Um, Look at the that. logo with the chain where you yeah. stuff. Fucking awesome. I mean, I gotta give it to Youth of Today because mm-hmm. they they like ritualized. Yeah, exactly. they, they they made the straight edge that we now know exactly. and love and sometimes are. And I I challenge by. you to listen to Break Down the Walls, the song, and not just. You're, it's, and not, it's fucking good. It's just, you know? it's, it's good the American least, music. <laughs> straight up. <laughs> yes. But it's true. They brought it's like in, a club sandwich. Yeah. 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 Song. Yeah. Hey, we're vegetarian. Hey, we're fucking like, we have our group of guys, like our youth group thing. We're doing something different. And hey, we're this thing. Not like, it's okay if you're not, but it was like that. And like, dude, we just might. It's the hardest, one of the hardest Ed songs ever. I mean, and so inspired, at the, you know what I mean? Like you could tell, I mean, then that seemed like they really meant all that. And uh, yeah, incredible songwriters, the, the whole thing. What's your fourth pick? They have straight edge songs, but they're not an entirely straight edge band. But boy, do I want to put an AFI. Oh, oh yeah. honorary. Our honorary, right? right? I, mean, I mean, like, come on. Dave has as much has yeah. as much to go. He, he has a lot to go around. Say, yeah. say less. Say, yeah. You know? yeah. Easy. 100%. That's easy. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I'll take it. I'm gonna, I know you are because of your policy on uh, how many band members. So Harvest Way started off as a straight edge band. Uh-huh. Me, Chris and James are all the original members are still straight edge. It's very difficult to find touring members, as I'm sure you know. Period. Touring members, period, who you can <laughs> yeah. hang out with who yeah. are also straight edge, who live yeah. in your area, yeah. who can play their instruments. Yeah. So we got two guys who aren't. Yeah. But I maintain that the three of us still are, so fuck it. 
Let's uh, let's get your tat started. Yeah, let's get going. Let's and get then going. we'll start talking ceremony. Cool. Woo! I mean, I know we all, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, but, but Razor, look, yeah, I mean, I like an Italian. What's up with this Metallica cat? <sighs> it's Metallica? Um, oh, a, dude, a dude did it and <laughs> all of that fell out. That's yeah, my cat's name. Yeah, I see that. All of it fell out. Looks it, great. It, like, I like, do you find that tattooing, mm-hmm. tattooing on like bicep or like solid muscle lead to problems? Um, no, because I'm, I'm a professional. We love it? I love it. Okay. In the 80s, as wow. 80s. So ceremony. Yeah. Tell me about how ceremony started. 2003, four, five. Um, so I say 2005. Love it. Because that's when we played our first show. Established is, is different then. But we uh, spot. recorded our demo in December of 2004. Ceremony established 2004. Yeah. Um, so I know there's, really? I, wow. I feel, so I don't feel like the band really became a band until we were able to play live. Okay. So I say 05, but I, if, if you say I'm wrong, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight you on it. I say that you were a pioneer before you thought you pioneered. Go on. So sexy, <laughs> so, um, so, so, so smells so good. So, <laughs> right. What's on the demo? What's the track list? Curse, it's going to be a cold winter. Uh, you're all the same. The Living Hell, The Bad Song, and Throwing Bricks. We actually recorded it. This is something that will interest the both of you and probably no one watching uh, from their the comfort of their couch mm-hmm. on their YouTube app, on Apple TV. Thank you to the YouTube watchers. Oh. The demo was recorded uh, in detuning because JD and I played in a band called These Days um, that tuned in D, and we were just like, well, D we're- standard? Yeah. Standard or drop? Oh, D standard, yeah. Um, and Alex, who was our original second guitar player, also played in These Days. So all three stringsmen of These Days started this band, so we were like, it'll be annoying to- To tune. To tune back. <laughs> <laughs> we can't fucking tune for this no, band. No, no, this, this intonation is locked in. So it's indie. Wow. Um, yeah. Crazy. So, yeah. Did you go up to standard later on? Then we went to as soon, soon after that we went to E flat. Yeah. Because you Slayer, because you wanted, we just wanted to be a little. Yeah. It's a little different. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like you think it's an E, but we're flat. But is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then from. Ronert Park, it's so, I know this is not the question that you asked, but it just got me, I'm in my own rabbit hole now by myself, as I am per usual. Mm-hmm. Business usual, locking our records. <laughs> um, half of Ronert Park, the album, is tuned between E flat and D, and the other half is tuned between E and E flat. Like, do you mean between, meaning like? Between the notes. So like Whoa. 440, oh. Something yeah. hurts. Because uh, we just wanted so that nobody could fucking play. We wanted it to sound distinct, mm. and and really shot ourselves in the foot because now when we've had fill-ins and we have to relearn songs for tour. We're fucking tuning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 What do you mean four forty-five yeah. cents? What yeah. is that? Yeah. <laughs> and then from then on, it's we've been in E standard. Okay. But we started 
in the D. In D in 2004 Four. and five. Or five. Unbelievable. Four and or five. Now, something that like, going back to ceremony now for me, I was surprised how hard it is. And I think Thank at, you. at the time as a kid who's like, I like hate breed. Yeah. You know, obviously, to me, ceremony is a different thing. Yeah. There's like a different th- genre of music. But like, for sure. Barely. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. like what you're one palm you to wave sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the song after curse? There's a part in it that's just like, uh, just a hard ass. Oh, one, three, four. Yeah, 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 yeah. How you know what? It what's crazy. It's it's two, three, five, six, but it's in D. So it is. Oh, one, three. Ah, look at you. Impressive. I know. I, yeah. That's that's the connection. Yeah, yeah. It's literally flowing through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Obviously, I've heard your Mount Rushmore, you know? Yeah. I know where you ski. You know where I ski. Yeah. Somewhere between Prince and Youth of Today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what was the hardest man as a, as a youth where you were like, I think I like this too? So, I know this is very close to, uh, in, in the... The, the spectrum that is Prince and Youth of Today, this is pretty much at Youth of Today. But we all worshipped Negative Approach, yeah. which I I know it's, you know, it, obviously it's it's mostly fast. No, but and hard. people kind of associate hard in, in these modern times. And heavy, which are different with, things. With, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like a lot of times people will kind of... They need something to be kind of slow or halftime to be hard, which so I think that is... Obviously not how it works. If you do it right, the fast part can be the hardest part. Dude, uh, but of I, there are literal Morrissey songs that are hard. Of course. You know what I mean? Like that, it doesn't mean anything. Of course. Intention and presentation are hard. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. So we were just negative approach to worship. Okay. But, um, you know, trying to, being of the time where like tempo changes were uh, very, of that of that of that time you yeah, know time. where if you hear us now like there aren't like runner park has no tempo changes how, not how, a breakdown i don't think on that how whole much record. pre-production did you do on runner park because to me i find pre-production is what is great but also like when you're programming drums on a computer yeah you sometimes you're like ah, i don't want to change the tempo that would be a lot when of, you say oh. pre-production yeah or do you mean by myself or with the with like collectively zero we have never done any, we have not demoed, we did not demo anything until our second record with Matador. Okay. Until uh, the L-shaped, L-shaped Man. So, I mean, the demo is a, a demo. Yeah. Most of the songs arrived in other things, so by definition. Right, you put that, you put the L-shaped Man demos out yeah. to, for the world to hear, yeah. which is a cool move. And that's the only thing we've ever demoed. So you were like, we did this one time, you got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not yeah, this thing. yeah. Yeah, so no, we went in the first time we played, we ever re- recorded those songs at all, or even because we didn't, we're not the band that writes things and sends it to each other. Mm-hmm. We're me, JD, and m- myself, JD, and Jake are in the room together. Cool. Um, so no, no, no pre production. First few ceremony shows. Yeah. How quickly? Do things start moving? Is the first gig good? Yeah, because we were selling and giving away our demo 
at the, the lifelong tragedy merch table uh, and getting it. So we our our demo had been out for 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 months. Were there was there any crossover between ceremony and lifelong tragedy? That's why ceremony was able to work because we were the only band in the North Bay that didn't share any members with Lifelong. So Sabretooth and These Days. Zombie. So yeah, Sabretooth Zombie, These Days, um, Hammer Time, all these bands had members of Lifelong Tragedy. You ever run into MC Hammer up there? I've never seen MC Hammer in Oakland. I heard he's like run shit. I, I'm, I'm sure that's true. Yeah, no, like he's he's legit for sure. So sick. So cool. Yeah, he's the man. Shout out to MC Hammer. Yeah. yeah. MC Hammer if you're, if you're yeah. watching. Somebody somebody yeah, yeah, happy. Yeah. If you never heard of him, <laughs> check him out. Yeah. He's got these pants you wouldn't Yeah. 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 So um, the first the first few gigs are good. Yeah. We toured together very early on. Yeah. I think it was two thousand nine. Was it the Half Heart Blacklisted tour? It's yeah. Half Heart Blacklisted ceremony, and uh, letdown and letdown and our band. Convicted. Oh wait, oh wait, yeah, so, super so, early on. So is that post still nothing moves you? Yep. And they were, oh my god, white hot everywhere we went. We were east. It was the East Coast thing and like Detroit and stuff. And yeah, we were, so we yeah, so that was like a full U.S. and we had like different regionals, like bands doing like chunks. Uh, we were lucky enough to have y'all on one of the chunks. So, uh, but yeah, so we were just, I mean, I love, obviously love, love everyone in Lifelong, but we were just so lucky to not have any of their members because they were always going to be like, at this point, they were like touring Europe yeah. and like they were, they had opportunities. I saw uh, left and right. Totally. Up and down. So we, we, we weren't bound to their schedule, which allowed us to, you know, go off Absolutely. and flourish. And flourish, flourish, you did. <laughs> so, so the the violence, violence kind of like compilation thing yeah. comes out, and then it's all these songs finally on one thing. You guys become this like full time touring entity yeah. in the time of dude. You like look at that roster, the like the like two thousand six, two thousand seven touring band roster. And it's every band that headlines every fest. Yeah, like fest now. Fast. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty wild. Your class. It's. I mean, yeah. Hall of Fame. Really. We're we were lucky to be around such uh, inspired and good bands. But yeah, I mean, like us, Half Heart, Blacklisted, TUI. I think it was like starting like 08. So. Oh seven, uh, they killed. They killed a lot of cult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold yeah. world, terror was still terror was like exactly. Um, Y'all were not that much later. No, Harm's Way was just we started in 06, but we were very, very invest. That's all we wanted to be. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't I get it. like 2011. Got it. Yeah, yeah. We really kind of. Um, yeah, good class. Good class. Great class. Something I want to I want to highlight. Okay. Because in that time it was like. If you were different in any way, ah. you it was it was maybe not going to work like yeah. personally yeah. between a lot of people. And then you guys come around, and you're in drag, you yeah, know, genuinely so ahead of your time. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, thank and you. It's, well, and there were there were conversations. I remember it was like, "Have you heard of ceremony? Oh, is that the guy who?" Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. And it was like, yeah, just like on literally, especially at that time, yeah, to not be wearing fucking cargo camo shorts yes. nike sbs and, and yeah shit. like and to be embraced 
Yeah. With that to be to be so musically and personally undeniable mm-hmm. that all these people in in Jordans and and flat bill hats embrace you. What went into that? When was the first time you realized that you liked having fun in that way? Uh, I mean, definitely in high school. I was I presented myself that way all kind of throughout high school. Ceremony started my my senior year of high school. Um, but I mean, I was just doing what we all do. You know what I mean? I mean, you guys talk about who do you do? I was just doing who who I did. Mm-hmm. I loved. Iggy Pop and Prince and Susie and AFI yeah. and and David Bowie yeah. and Mike Ness. Oh, yeah. like like to me, there was precedent. Robert Smith, Absolutely. you know what I mean. And within like the broad punk umbrella of people who were androgynous, you know, and and were glam. So to me, it, it didn't feel I, I I didn't I didn't feel like I was taking any sort of like stance risk. or risk. I was. All, the only thing I was was just honest with myself. And I understand, you know, I mean, I grew up in Northern California and, I, you know, and like fans like the nerve agents and AFI who, you know, wore makeup and like, you know, covered David Bowie and wore Sister the Mercy shirts um, were prevalent. So and you drive 50 miles south and it's same. Totally, totally. Right. Um, and I didn't realize how sort of uh, how much of a highlight there was on, I guess, my personal aesthetic at the mm-hmm. time until we started touring. And um, I had a lot, a lot of words were said to me in a lot of oh, dude. <laughs> places. And it was funny because a thing that happened so much then was there'd be some, we would play a show and then someone at the show would be like, yeah, dude, I was with my friend. And they were like, who is that? Yeah. F word. Yeah. And then they saw that it was you and then you guys got up and did that and they were like, oh no, like that guy's cool. And I was like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck, fuck you. Yeah, like, oh, I'm now that I do something that you think oh, that I play guitar. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah, you like a thing I did for ten seconds, so now I'm not an F. Like yeah. fuck off. Fuck yeah, off. That, that's that would happen and like the but the person telling me would always be like, but I kinda always knew you were cool. It's like, well you're telling me this. Yeah. So I know you are. Yeah, yeah. so you're not? I mean, um, very, you know, it, it, at the time, I remember equating it to, like, TSOL. How sure. they would, he would dress and drag sometimes. Yeah. Just kind of do whatever and then beat ass like it didn't matter. Well, that brings me to the first time I met you. Yeah. I don't know what to expect, you know? <laughs> Personally, I'm just like, man, I wonder what Anthony's like. We've never talked before. Yeah. And then the, the, I'm greeted with, what's up, dude? <laughs> He's like, bro, Anthony. And it was a, a legitimate, like, lifelong friendship. <laughs> Which is, um, speaking of Shawn Michaels, that's how a lot of people have sort of described meeting Shawn Michaels for the first time because he was a kind of a small, yeah. you know, I guess the word cruiserweight wasn't really thrown around that much. I mean, he was a small, like, very... You know, he wasn't one of the big giants yeah. of professional wrestling. He was then. bigger when he was with the Rockers, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, oh, gas. Sure trial, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you have this, you know, Kevin Nash meeting him. He's, he was like, he's the biggest six foot guy you've ever yeah, met. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm just like a bunch of different things. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can't put me in a box. No, there's man. no box here. I brought yeah. it up the, the last time we saw each other, which was here. Yeah. Um, but on that tour in Detroit, 
while Ceremony was playing. I just want to document this because I don't think it was documented. Sure. It was so sick. I think the I think your singer pulled down a projection screen that was at the front of the stage at the Magic Stick. So it covered the front of the stage and Anthony, shirtless, long hair, playing a, only a guitar part, like walked around and was just like, it was just him in front of a silver screen. That's cool. And like, I remember thinking like, oh, this is, this is a this moment. Is fucking awesome. Yeah. Okay. I was, you know, a lucky to have surrounded myself with people, you know, not to get overly sincere on you, who, who, who just supported, who just supported who we were at our core. I mean, which is funny because, like, if you know anyone in ceremony, you'd be like, they're, everyone's, like, such a total freak. And I took up a lot of, like, visual space. Right. So a lot kind of gets highlighted on me. But, like, take even take me out. Like most of the other people in ceremony didn't aesthetically reflect like, like kind of like what was in vogue at the time. There's like weirdo, yeah, freaks, tucked like, in white shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then lyrically saying like, I, I like fuck God. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm literally an upside down. <laughs> That's yeah. that's objectively sick. Yeah, that's yeah. Like what I look forward to. That's a deicide yeah. lyric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like ceremony was singing deicide lyrics <laughs> yeah, with, okay. the, with, while you were wearing a blonde yeah. wig and they did. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish that everybody that time had the eyes of the world now because it was just like it sucks to me that if there was if there was even one second where you felt like, damn, am I like am I doing the wrong thing by by being myself? You mm -hmm. know, like just. But you've opened doors for people to do that now and to, to feel like themselves and, and to for the world to embrace it and not think twice about it. So. And it's it's and again, we're piling on piling on Anthony right now. But so, it's no, also like so sexy it's cool. real punk shit. Yeah. That's that's real punk shit. See, that's the thing, because to me this this community was where you go to do that. And then like I love hardcore. We all do. I mean well, I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. But I was a little, I was confused a lot, especially in, in that era, how like, um, how male bro click jock it was at times. I was like, but isn't this the place where we're like subversive and we have ideals that differ from like what we've been sort of taught our whole lives? And I think now it's gotten a, it's gotten way more diverse. It's, obviously. it's jocks who will kill you for saying something homophobic. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, totally, <laughs> totally, totally. When, um, when in the in the timeline of ceremony, did you know that there was going to be like a pretty major sonic shift when it came to you? Never, never. No, I mean every record, we never like. You know, again, we've never done any pre-production. We've never talked about what we're gonna do when we go in to work on a record. Mm. Um, we were so young. Like, when our first seven inch came out, three of us were in high school and Ross had just graduated. Okay. And 2006, so it was, all of us weren't out of high school until after that tour that we did. Yeah. Well, you know, you were in high school? Jake, then? our drummer, graduated in 08. Oh, all of us. Uh, I see. Yeah, 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 all of us. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we were so young and still, yeah. like, growing and involving so much yeah. as, as people that it was just, you know, if you, our, 
sort of, if you look at the bands that you started when you were 14 and what you do now, yeah. you'd be like, wow, we just live that within ceremony. Yeah. And you're, and those songs have, have lived with you and people are, and you know, themselves shout out to uh, Ross because those, that first, the demo for seven inch and violence violence, he was like, he had all the lyrics written for for those before we would like he'd be like no that's not like that's not good enough for what i wrote it's not timeless yeah it's not because wow. the lyrics are timeless. so we so it was the first band that you know i we you know you would start bands for like a couple weeks and you know play like a show and then it went you know we had a lot of bands like that that were very short-lived with not that much thought that were like fun hanging out with your friends, expressing yourself, so on and so forth. But Ceremony was the first band where I had ever had anyone say, no, like, not that riff. Your demo sticking with you throughout your discography, unheard of, as a thing people want to hear, is I'm sure to you, the, mus the musician, like, you'd rather die than play Curse again. I've, I've ended up in a place where because like like every person that's ever been in a band mm -hmm. you think the, the what you've done most recently is the best thing that you course done. and i re and i do really think that i think yeah like uh the songwriting and the performance and the production on in the spirit world now is us is is us at our best right but i recognize that a ceremony demo or ruined seven inch is closer to the ceiling of that respective genre than what we're doing now to that to our, a new record now's respective genre. Yeah, I mean the, the evolution has to be taken into account. Right, and like I think. Have you made peace with with? Like, yeah, no, I'm now I'm I I I'm and. I'm so flattered and grateful that we have any music that is sort of, uh, I'm not, I'm trying not to put myself over. Put it over I'm, I'm trying to say this without putting myself yeah. over and, and just being sincere, sure. but that some, that there are, that people consider timeless, you know? Um, so I don't think of songs like sick or curse or, doldrums or whatever like the songs that we have to kind of play every night uh, uh like i don't i'm i'm not bothered by them okay i'm so grateful that we were able to write these songs that i'll tell you that what, people <laughs> want to hear i'll I tell mean, you what i did before this huh as i ran through the ceremony discog discog brother can we can so can brother. we get an honest ranking 100 percent. yeah yeah i would say Runner Park One. Okay. As it's one of the greatest opening tracks in the history of punk music. Thank you. I love. I mean, and, and that's the thing. I love that song. And I don't I know. Love, and I, I don't. But the thing, crazy thing is, like, it's I refreshing don't, to hear. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it rocks. I think it's a great song. And the there's not there's for the first two minutes there's only one note. Yeah, that's what I like. It's like, it's like, <laughs> imagine, like you know what I mean? Imagine like, that note was ginger, ginger, ginger. That's the same mindset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. You're doing Connecticut <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in your own way. Okay? So, Runner Park number one. Uh -huh. Spirit World Now. 
Number two, probably. Because, yeah. you know, I was, for, there was a brief moment where I was learning some songs to maybe play some drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was, I was diving in. Like, and, oh, this we re- and, and our friendship really bloomed from when we recorded that to when it came out. So you, you like heard songs before they came out. Yes, I did. So on and so forth. I, I, and it's, there was, uh, that, that was a nice thing to be like, oh. Yeah. Isn't it fun? Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) It's so fun. Um, Exclusive. Special. Violence, violence. Probably three. Just that's that was my. Sure. I was a kid. Yeah, that's. Yeah. So and then going back was like, you know, there's even in my own discography, you like to go back and go, does this hold up? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Were you living here when yes. that came out? Yes, okay. And so we were like here, like time. ceremony was a very California yeah. thing for the first. And, and when I say that, I don't mean like we were really big in California. I meant like it was kind of really only recognized in Cal, like, I guess most bands, it's like that, yeah. like your local community mm-hmm. embraces you more. Well, like but, the whole state embraced yeah. ceremony. <laughs> like we, we, you like know, yeah. the, that first, within that first year, things were happening to us that we never, you know, like people singing our songs that w- who we weren't friends with. Yeah. Like low bars, you know what I mean? Like yeah. being able to play outside of Petaluma. Right. These things were like, oh my God. And then we got booked on the Hardcore Fest in the mid-aughts, uh, Posse Numbers. Posse Numbers. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. The ceremony played Posse Numbers. We played at 1130 on the last Pause Embers Fest. Wow. Cool. <laughs> GMT? AM. Oh. 11.30 AM opened on the Sunday, but we were like having these really good reactions in California mm-hmm. and um, and then we go there and it's like the, it's yeah. kind of the only hardcore fest yeah. and no one, Nothing. No, which of course, why would they? We only had a demo out, but that just shows you that uh, at the event that showcases all of the young, the hardcore bands, we were still not on the radar. But in California, around Where the time that you was in North it was in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, Wilkes-Barre. yeah, PAHC. Where, what, what were you wearing? You know, I do. I was wearing. <laughs> um, I had long, dyed black hair. Mm-hmm. And I was wearing these like really thick, chunky mm. pinstripe mm. pants, like be- almost Beetlejuice. Ah. Oh, so your, your prom outfit? They were the bottoms to my prom outfit. <laughs> Played I'm glad we got, we got the, yes. the wife anecdotes here. Yes, yeah. yes, the bottoms to my prom And you know, uh, Pennsylvania is sometimes a red state, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you a real know. swing state. I, yeah. I, was afraid at that show. Yeah. There were uh, showgoers coming up to me. I remember this one person. I will I'll name drop them off camera to you too. Um, who propositioned me in a, a aggressive and facetious way oh. to uh, sh- have me sh- uh, show them my pussy. Oh. Um, during the show. Did you do During it? the show. I didn't do it. I left. My pussy was... was. It's the first time I'm hearing this. I think maybe I've... I've, you, I've told you the full story. Um, I mean, there's just I'm so... I'm on fire right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Um, when you, it's such a cliche thing to be like, ah, oh, it's a really different time. Yeah. But yeah. my God, it and was. it's not that long ago. It's no. really not. No. I mean, yeah, it was, it was 18 years ago. So how does that make this you month. feel about the state of punk today? I think that uh, I'm elated that it's people are, I mean, you know. That would be said with like so much pride now. Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pussy. yeah. yeah. Or there'd be some, like, someone getting their ass beat. Oh, they would be killed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm so proud of where of where hardcore is yeah. at right now um not and not just within its like ideals it's, i mean especially within its ideals and what is now accepted but the genre itself is a lot more diverse absolutely you know it's um you know a posimers 05 like most of the bands sound rather similar yeah where uh an outbreak festival or even a sound and fury festival there's a That's lot like hardcore means a lot more now than it did. Cold Boy and Never Ending Game back to back last yeah. year was like a was an incredible example. Of yeah. Right. This year you have was it Twitchy Tongues then High Biz or God's High Biz, uh, Model Actress, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cold World. Yeah. Cold World. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, that was a beautiful I think, thing. I, I assume you share our viewpoint of like whatever we consider this hardcore or punk rock or whatever. Like it really doesn't matter the notes or the production or what you sound like it's all totally you know and i think i think that's what connects us being in bands and touring where it's the second you you feel like somebody gets it that's it yeah it's all that matters yeah that's all i give a shit about when ceremony goes down <laughs> I go, oh, they, they, they get it. You really felt that. I know. I really, I felt that. So, anyways, L shaped man. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a pop, I'm a pop boy. I, 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 yeah, I, I know. I love that record. Yeah, I love that yeah. Record. Um, still nothing's mo still nothing moves you. Mm -hmm. I'm the least familiar with Zip. Yeah, those are the two that the world at large are the least familiar i see so i'm sorry for being doing still nothing moving. there was it's which is weird because they're in between Hits. we like like we've had an odd like one one forward one back one forward one back sort of like our whole sort of musical career when which, did zoo come out do you remember 2012 2012 when did and i'm, I'm not trying to lump everyone no. together but when did hyperview come out third 15, 16. Was it later? Yeah, it was that later. much later? Okay. Yeah, I think that and L shaped were sort of. Maybe that's what I'm. Yeah, maybe I'm mixing the two. Yeah, up. yeah. I really like. I was very much on board, but I was really surprised because, um, again, this is kind of before my own personal musical awakening. This guy. So I liken him to. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm doing reruns now. Yeah, I'm, I know. I'm, I reckon him to uh, Michael P.S. Hayes. Yep. Who, when interviewed. Oh about everything creatively in wrestling that has ever been successful says i didn't think it was gonna work i never said that <laughs> anything i never said it wasn't gonna work i was just surprised that the right. band who i saw people beating ass to yeah, yeah. yeah. put out records that were so sonically absolutely yeah no no i, I wasn't saying that's what happened in this, in this oh, yeah, your was. your evolution is truly like i i think it is gradual it, Definitely. If you listen and like, look, we all as musicians, we we want 
everyone to be paying very close attention to everything that we do, all things that we do. And it's a, that's an unfair, I've realized that the, the expectation that we have for our audience is at times unfair. That said, if you listen to our entire front to back, which I it is gradual. Just <laughs> which you did. It's gradual. It let me gradual. tell you, it's like a straight up like graph. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. A, it is a sonic graph of growth. And I mean, I'm just so lucky that we could play a show where it's like people dance, people mosh, pe people do all of the things, and everyone is letting each other do the thing to the respective genre they're supposed to do to that respective genre at that time. And sometimes there, there are people who do all of, all of it. But um, that's a person who grew with you. Totally. Yeah, right. And like, Beautiful. Ooh, and ooh. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm just so, you know, how would you thankful. rank the ceremony? Uh, um, <laughs> I think not necessarily best, just favorites. Yeah. Favorites. Um, Spirit World one. Um, the newest record should be your favorite record. Yeah. What's, what's the to point? any artist. What's the point? Don't what's do it point? if it's not your favorite. What's the point? Um, probably then El Shea Man, which is the one. I mean, I'm, I, I, this won't be full chronologi uh, reverse chronological because who, who wants that information? But, but that, would be, that would be probably second. Then Runner Park. I mean, that thing is special. Yeah. It's objectively... I just... Yeah. Is that, is that the hit? Is that, like, the crowd favorite? That's the one I think that will... Yeah, will... The, the, the record that most most people who consume our band will envision first when they think of, of us. Yeah. I mean, dude, I mean, it, it, it fits many of our criteria when we talk about what a perfect record should be. Mm -hmm. Like, production's crazy. The production is crazy. It's crazy, dude. So... It's huge. So, okay. So do you think that we're getting really in the weeds now? No, no, this is good. As someone who just listened to it yeah. and give it to me straight, oh, daddy, well, I will. you're daddy right now. <laughs> yes. Daddy, is the bass mixed too high? No. Okay. No. I, I thought the bass was mixed too high. And Dan Rathman, who is a genius, he recorded uh, Tragedy, fucking uh, Iron Lungs, all the, all the, Frank, a lot of the Frank Record stuff, all the, but he, he's a bassist, incredible bass player. And I was like, do you think the, you know, we're, we're mixing the record together. I'm like, do you think the bass is too loud? And he was like, he, 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 he did a little thing, a, a little ego stroke where he was like, you know, I just think that the, the bass and the guitar on this record are just, are just so exceptional that I just think it'd be a shame to not, to not be showcasing them. And I'm like, what did you just think? You're, right. You're, like, oh, <laughs> You're right. And now when I hear it back, I'm like, oh, the bass is so loud. I'll no, tell you why I, why I don't think so yeah. is because the bass frequency is so different. Sure. The, the bass is filling up such a different frequency right. that while it may be prevalent, it's not taking away from. No, I think right. it is a type of punk music where a loud bass only contributes. Sure. White, I do remember, do you remember um, the white when people would make up lyrics to yeah. sick different ones? No. One of my, my favorite one was... I, lo I love finding lore, this is lore. That, I, that I was I know you've never of. heard this one, and I'm going to hit you with it, and I can't wait to see it. <laughs> I'm, I'm already... Ready? I, it's already my favorite thing you've said today, and I haven't heard it yet. Sick of Obama. <laughs> sick of Aunt Jemima. <laughs> Oh my god. This was Colin. Thing of all time. 
incredible. <laughs> You'll never hear it any other way ever. <laughs> what is he saying? Um, I believe he says head trauma. Not a fucking chance. <laughs> that is a, it is a hundred percent sure of You can't fool me. Um, so we're going to Um, I'm going to break up balance balance and ruined here i get that um yeah right and put the ruined seven inch probably at four mm -hmm. i feel like for what we are going for it's like exactly mm -hmm. what it what it's supposed and to be. what just the state of hardcore at the time was was begging for and like i'll go back you know and hear zoo you know the, our first record where we sort of like officially weren't yeah. making hardcore right. songs anymore. Right. Obviously there's a bunch of stuff on Runner Park that like is not hardcore, but yeah. most of it is a, is like a objectively punk yeah. hardcore music. Zoo is the first one that isn't. And I look back, I'm like, oh, we've gotten, we've gotten so much better at writing like melodic bass. Uh, it's learned, man. You know, so, so that one, I think it has moments, but I feel the op. I don't feel that way about the ruined seminars at all. I'm like for that, for the thing that we were going for, mm -hmm. it's I would not change a thing. Okay. So I'll probably ruin there, then probably zoo. Violence, violence, the LP that right. doesn't include the ruined seven because that's the thing. No, no. The you? CD, the exactly. CD, and the and the digital, the ruined seven inches on violence, violence. So people think. When when people think of balance balance, they think of like those songs yeah. being included, and obviously they're not. Yeah. And that and that has shifted the conversation about balance balance a lot. Sure, because streaming just that's all only thing. Yeah, that's all you know. That's totally. All they know. Totally. Um, and probably still nothing at the at last. I think it's an interesting record. Yeah. I think it's. Uh, I think we needed to kind of have that moment where we're like okay where do we you know i kind of when you hear whenever you've heard like metallica talk about injustice now he's listening mm -hmm. yes you know they always talk hey, about here yeah. yeah they they needed <laughs> big pop big pop God. they needed to go to the end of the line to realize that they needed to go somewhere else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know right. I mean? like, Nine-minute songs that sound like shit. Right. You know. I get it. I get what you're saying. And then they, they needed Bob Rock. They needed they, something yeah. to reel them in. And like, those songs were just like, they were so technical. And I feel like Still Nothing Moves You was our end of the line for, you know, we couldn't, I don't feel like we could have got any darker. Right. Um, so it, that record needed to exist for Runner Park to, to happen. Absolutely. Um, so I think that we tried a lot of stuff on it that we've never, you know, that w was really, we got to be really creative, but I just don't think it's as, it's, you know, as good as all of our other stuff. It happens. It happens. We've all, got, we've all got one. And we have, you know, if you, and if you include the remix album, still nothing uh, to uh, in a spiral now, we have seven LPs. 
Wow. You know, so it's like you should be proud. One has to be. Oh, dude, of course. Statistically, of course. mathematically, yeah, scientifically. I like them all the same. Yeah, they're all my children. They're all. They're all. Yeah. How can it's you? Not how, how that can works. you choose? It's not how that works. One sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have any like? Do you have a favorite tour ceremonies ever done? So it's funny. I was listening. This is not going to answer your question. Perfect. Oh, perfect. That's <laughs> what <laughs> I want. You were talking, I was listening to your episode with Jamie from Code Orange. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't re remember the exact context, but you guys were talking about, you know, just opportunities that you yeah. um, have been given. And, and you mentioned how Twitching Tongues hadn't gotten a support tour until 2017. We have not done like a proper support tour ever until 2022 in wow. Holy shit, really? Now, how can that be? We've done tours with Blacklisted and right. Hotheart yeah. where it's like every day someone's, someone has to be somewhere. So we have- The difference in guarantees is 50 to 70. Exactly. Yeah, right, right. And we did, um, I guess we did an entire, uh, we, we supported Titus Andronicus on a uh, 48 day US tour <laughs> in 2012. So I guess that's, but we- Are there even 48 cities in America? Check this out. It was a 44 day tour. There was a bunch of days off. Okay. On the days off, we played every day. And two of the days we played twice. Ah. So on a 40, on a uh, 44 day US tour, we played 46 shows. But no. That's what we did once. Don't do it. <laughs> That's what we did How once. Is, how's yeah. Europe for ceremony? <laughs> there it is. Wait. <laughs> ah, there are places long. where we do where it's where we do well, but it Berlin. It took a long time. Yeah, dude. Um, so we headlined Sound and Fury tw 2007. Oh, and boy, it and was and it, it was, was like we were like we. It was. A, a true like uh, moment in our, in in our sort of. I was fifteen. Uh huh. Oh. I was in the pit. It's man. Adorable. I'll be doing that. Were you crass, spin kicking the ceremony? No. Crass I intro. Whooping, I was whooping ass for sure. Oh, <laughs> yes, the crass. Yeah, crass intro. Awesome. Oh yeah. So That's okay, it. so you were at that show. Yeah. It was we we had a good it time. Was fun, but we, we had a good time together. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> we toured from there to the East Coast. Mm. You know what? Nine shows, eight shows, how, however many shows it takes to get there. Then Phoenix, four. Austin, <laughs> yeah. Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm there. Done. <laughs> Philadelphia. Flew from there mm. to, I totally lied, by the way. We've definitely done support tours. I'm about to hey. exemplify one hey. right now. I lie on your own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what are we talking about? I'm making all this up. Um, flew from the East Coast to start our first European tour with Have Heart and Bane. So great. So this is two weeks after Dude. we just have, we just headlined Sound of Fury. Like a set, like set of eight. a lifetime. Come and on. like the, the most like the, 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 the most recognized yeah. hardcore fest in America. Yeah. First show sold out. We're like, where was it? It's going to be awesome. It was at where, I think it was Leipzig. Okay. 
what's the place that we all have played a million times in Leipzig? Is it like the the like park district kind of place where it's like yeah. arena youth center? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Arena is Arena Vienna. Vienna. That? That's, that's Vienna. Vienna. Oh yeah, you're right. No, right. That's Vienna. We played there with GB on that tour. Different story. Um I believe it was Leipzig. Leipzig. Okay. And we take we walk on stage, packed house, have heart and bane fans. To the to the ceiling to the rafters, ass the ankles. I don't know if one person knew one word to our songs, and it was like, oh, okay, we we haven't done wow. And like, I didn't, I don't, I didn't feel entitled to a reaction or, but I just figured that I was like, oh, because we were able to do what we did in a and we just headlined the biggest thing. Yeah, where we're from. Wow. Right. What's this going to be like? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure it should be good. And what there was like, position. that's yeah. amazing. There were like, that was also really, it was like a, a really long tour, like a 30, 30 to 40, five and a half week Europe, European yeah, those tour. Those were long. Those 30 were long. to 45 and a half week tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 30, 30. <laughs> 30 to 40 days slash. Five and a half, five and a half, half week tour, and so there was long. there was probably there were I could probably count on one hand, maybe it would bleed into two of shows where we got like a a, a good pop, reaction. Were they in the UK? So it was funny. Everyone was like, "I know it's you guys aren't doing that great here, but trust me, once you get to the UK, you're gonna slay." Yeah, and it was like okay. Yeah, I didn't have that experience either. Um, so it took us a long time to sort of get. Um, to get to a place where, you know, European fans were receptive to us. I dare say that it's easier, like infinitely easier at home than trying to get over in Europe. Which is the same for them trying to play here. I feel like, yeah, it's even like, it's a lot harder for them to get over in the States. When they do, it's real lightning in a bottle kind of thing. I can name probably 10. And there's there's something that hardcore is like a a truly American genre of music, you know, where punk is punk. British is, is, you know, obviously is not as much. I said exactly that during our our live thing in Manchester was like, you guys invented it, but we changed it and made it in right. weird things, but slaughtered it in barbecue sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that ja- I mean, jazz and hardcore are like the American that's what genres, that's what we got. you know, hip hop. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. For right? sure. And I think the same could be said. I mean, how many, how many rappers or hip hop artists have gone uh, abroad have really gotten over in the States? No, not a lot. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's very, it's I a very similar. Yeah, I need, yeah. I know you. Oh, Twenty One Savage. That's about the only one I could. He's not. He's well, British. He's British. Yeah, there was a big reveal that he was British like mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Really? It, like, they like broke the internet. <laughs> oh, he's from like Alaska. No, and then yeah. there was a bunch of memes about him being like a Batman villain, and it's oh, yeah. it was a great <laughs> day on the on the online. Although there is a there is a type of a a, a subgenre of hardcore that. I feel like is bigger in Europe than than here, right? Yeah, it's and like 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 there are bands who do better oh, in Europe than oh, here. Oh fuck yeah, and, we are very and, not much that yeah, anthemic no. sing along. Yeah, kind of. What's what's the band? Is it Risk It? 
brisket R- risk it oh, risk it. Risk it. yeah, yeah oh, no yeah no. they're like they're fucking huge though. that kind of shit mm-hmm. absolutely there's there's american bands that yeah. can tour europe and yes not. the bands we're talking about are american yes bands. yeah for sure bowie hungry bowie bowie hungry well we're doing what anthony wants to do today we're vegan today by the way yes also so out of respect i got oat milk in my coffee me too kings what, what should we eat anthony? yeah i'm sorry um, I would suggest that we go to Monty's Good Burger. It's up the street. Um, I think it in the in the Venn diagram that is myself and y'all and Hardlore. It it like it real that that center section is is large. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. I I've been there with you before. You know, and this is this is I, true. I eat a, I'll eat a vegan burger. Do you want to tell the story? Do we? Do you want to tell the yeah, story of, of it now or, or until we get to Monty's? Am I? Should I tell that one? Do you think? Yeah, because yeah. Be into that? Yeah, because it's he, a good full circle moment of like, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Tell, yeah, it, tell it. Now. Tell it there. Okay. <laughs> we'll tell it there. <laughs> See you at Monty's. Heather, my beloved, gorgeous queen, uh, matriarch of the Insalda family, the Bailey Insalda family. <laughs> When did you start tattooing? 19 years ago. Oh, when you were mm-hmm. five years old? Yeah, too oh. kind. What What made you want to hold, open Holy Union? Co-open Holy Union. Co-open. Yeah. Um, I just didn't want to work anywhere that already existed in Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah. I did. I tried some spots and then I was like, this isn't working for me. Yeah. I need my own space. You want to be your own boss. Yeah. Pretty big endeavor. Yes, I'd say. I feel like every tattooer just wants to work for themselves uh, or alone. As they, you I mean you should. Yeah. Realistically, yeah. I won't tell your employees that, but <laughs> I remember very vividly the conversations of like I think you I'm were there. You were that. there. That's right. I was like, like, I'll put, you know, I'll pull out a loan. What do you mean? You know. That's right. <laughs> to did. this day, I still, I still, direct quote. That, so yeah, I said, Grandma's gonna die someday. <laughs> I'll find out where it's going. I'll give it to you. Don't worry about it. She did die. I yeah. didn't go to me. Uh, <laughs> of course. So, you know, I just wanted to say how proud of you I am. Because this was a dream, you know? And now it's very, how very... How long ago did it open? Because I was... I'm new. I'm new to this friend group. This is new for me. Welcome. New. Welcome. Very new. When did you open? Well, we signed the lease in January of 2020. Yeah. Yeah, we did. So that was scary. It was, but then ultimately we're like, who cares? Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Let's go. Because it's still like isolating in a tattoo shop. Yeah. Pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah. reasonable, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mask up. Mask up. Yeah. Glove up. They're, the tables Fine. are six feet apart. Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sanitary. Sound of sanitary. What's up? What's your, what's your ideal? What's your Mount Rushmore tat music? Tat shop music? Ooh. Because to me, like, I, there's a couple things where I'm like, I mean, tat shop metal as a genre is maybe the worst. It's the, it's real. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. Is. Like, it's, it's, what is it? It's like. Define tat shop metal to me. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's like <sighs> pentagram. Oh, okay. We're seeing how I like. I mean, I do too. No, no, but, 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 it, I'll but, say but you're right. later Metallica is tat. tat you know, shop, and yeah. I love it. Parentheses. I mean, it's yeah, all pentagram and all of that. Yeah world absolutely i mean that that's really all it is and then like lucero and lucero is post tat shop (laughs) yeah it's like like, uh, yeah dude i i i think like five finger death punch 
Oh, that's, no, no, that's, no. A, that's a different, I mean, that's a, I don't know that's what tat shops you're that's at. That's 24 hour walk-in tat shop. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what Absolutely. comes to mind okay. when I think. So an, uh, an, uh, an, uh, a prestigious tat shop metal would be like a, like a pentagram, oh, yeah. like oh. a Lucero. Oh. A big, you buy a big hat after being real into hardcore, you yeah. know? Yeah. Game over. Mm -hmm. I think, so I'm thinking of the two like hardcore run places in Chicago. It's a lot of like, a lot of just punk. Mm -hmm. To be like, we're, we know what's going on. Yeah. You know what's, what's your ideal Mount Rushmore tat shop playlist? <laughs> I mean, Danzig, number one. 100%. Come on. It is it is kind of insane how much music makes a difference in the experience. It's huge. I have stopped playing more like aggressive stuff because I find people don't sit as well. Absolutely. Ooh, that's it's like, I want to listen to dissection. Absolutely. Uh, my client probably doesn't while I'm, you know, I mean, you know. You know. You know. What has she done on you? She did my neck. That was the first? Yeah, we're gonna yeah. do something real big. Something. Gotcha, gotcha. She, sure. I might promise her that appendage. Maybe bottom ass. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? Yay. What do you mean? Yeah, right. Okay, you said yeah, right. You yeah, got right. bottom ass now. All right. On Tam. Do you have any hard vetoes that come on music-wise? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We all do. Yeah. I'd love to hear a couple. I... Like, you know, maybe not a personal. Like, like a... Right. One like, that, for, one for, like somebody that's not watching this. For, for example, mine would be an Aerosmith song. Mm. Skip, skip. Or just a song. Or yeah. any, any veto. Or a band in general is fine. But I'm saying, like, if a playlist comes on and Spotify gets a little wily, mm. and for some reason Love in an Elevator comes on, I'm... Mm. You're like, absolutely not. Yeah. Bow, in, bow out of a time to show. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, Lucero is okay. absolutely not. Skip. Um, I'm sorry, ACDC. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. It's okay. I, I, we've, we've spoken. Yeah. It's, I have reasons why I do not love the ACDC. Sure. And, you know, they're valid. 100%. Should, should I? It's all subjective. Sure. I mean. This is your time. The vocals, mm -hmm. rah, cannot. Yeah. And then they found the guy that sounded exactly like the last guy. Can you believe that? Yeah. So, how, do you, how is there two guys that sound like that? Yeah. It's wild. Um, you know Bon Scott died. It's a little dark. Oh, what do we got? He fell asleep in the car. He was probably really drunk, but he was like, I shouldn't drive home. I'm going to stay parked. Fell asleep like that. Asphyxiated. That's how he died. Really? Wow. It's fucking crazy. That's a fucked up way. That is a fucked up way. He, he did, did the right knew? thing. Who knew? He didn't drive drunk. Oh, no. Did the right thing. No. Um, the guitar tone, the dryness. Oh, I'm a reverb kind of lady. Yeah, it's very You know dry. what I'm saying? No drum fills. You just, love a wet. Guitar. Oh, just let, let me swim. Let me float. Absolutely. Zero. It's like, like just yeah. desert. Wow. Uh, let me ask you this. Something we ask every musician we talk to. Who oh. they do. Oh, do musician. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, is, am I, am I the, first? the first? Yeah, yeah you are. To on the show. Easily the first. It's a family affair. Okay. Who do you do? Family as a affair. There it is. <laughs> Sly. Now, <laughs> who do you do? Meaning, like, who, who's my, my you number one? You saw a tattoo, like three or four, where you saw that you were like, Damn, yo. So I do Hatfield oh, and I do on. Porcel from Youth of Today. Those okay. are that's who I do on stage. I do Anzaldo <laughs> and Bailey Anzaldo, hair wise. Yeah, we do have good hair as a that's, couple. I got three. Come on. 
Wow. Thank you. Thank you. I said the most gorgeous couple in the history of marriages. I wasn't, wasn't blowing slow. Not hyperbole, yeah. Um, I love me some Tim Lee High. I mean. That's church. As, as a human <laughs> and, you know, yeah. a tattooer, artist. Friend of the show, technically, oh. Tim Lee High. He did That's the right. dragon in That's the right. and the God's Eight. Okay. I mean, his like looseness, his his movement. It's just like it made me it's feel primitive. okay to be like loose. Yeah. And like I, I don't know. It's he's able to just do so much. It's it's crazy. Um, I love Matt Shama. No one really knows about Matt Shama. And maybe he's a tattooer's tattooer. Yeah. He's the ringworm. He's the ringworm of tattooers. Wow. Oh, hell yeah, ringworm. It's all it's all one thing. Matt Shama's fantastic. This whole sleeve is Matt Shama. This Iron Maiden is Matt Shama. I mean, he's come on. I mean, Dan Higgs, of course. Sure. Come on. Gangster. Yeah. What are some trends happening in the tattoo world that you don't really like there's so much i don't well that's got to be most of it right correct look at an athlete and i can tell you they're doing all the things correct do you have to is it like do you become an athlete because you have shooter tattoos or do you get shooter tattoos i think it's the latter classic chicken egg yeah class yeah when will we know um, I mean, trends in tattooing have always kind of been a thing, but it's also kind of weird because it's such a permanent art form that like, what, how is there trends? Because they're ever changing. I mean, the new stuff right now is super foreign to me. Like the little scribbly little, everyone wants little things. Like, oh yeah. The little, just like, yeah, right. really, they, they almost want it to look really bad. Yeah. Like that's the whole deal. And I just, maybe I'm just an old woman and I don't understand. She's 24 years old. Right. <laughs> Double that. Do you find, I, I, I was just talking about this with Sean on the way over here, that the second I like decided I don't care about tattoos and like, I don't need everyone to have a meeting. Yeah. I just wanted to look. Oh, dope. dude, looking dope. Is the second I like realized that it became so fun. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do you well, agree with that? Yeah. or? I mean, you can't take it too serious. No, we just got the Shawn Michaels. Yeah, people are like, what do your tattoos mean? I'm like, I don't know, it's just stuff I like. It's like a fucking it's, it's band stuff. Skeleton, or... I like it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let me ask you something. Do you have a favorite ceremony song? <laughs> do you have a least favorite ceremony song? No. <laughs> let's, 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 let's I he is generally really, interested in this. Yeah, I am. I really love doldrums a lot. It is so like creepy good wife real one g-dub good wife vibes yeah yeah g-dub g-dub yeah i came in later right i came in when right when you were writing l-shaped man yeah when we were writing l-shaped man and you were a gothic rocking artist you know so when Uh. he was like doing the demos and like playing stuff for me i was like this is so cool. This yeah. is like right up my alley. This is cool. like for gothic. This is like gothic rocking art. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. Cause I I never like really saw a ceremony. It was like in a different world. Cause like the bay is it's small, but there's so many different pockets of like hardcore. Sure. And so yeah. I just didn't like run with that crowd. Is that where you're from too? No, I'm from San Diego. You're from San Diego. But I lived in the bay for like 13 years. Gotcha. Yeah. So. 
you know, I came in at the more post-punk era you, of ceremony. And you two met here? The Bay. You met in the Bay. Okay, the that Whole makes Foods. Sense. Berkeley. Yeah, yeah. It's Berkeley. Berkeley Whole Foods. Oh, this is the Shout one? Out. Telegraph and Ashby. the one by Gilman? The one, no. Okay. That one is rather new. The Man, OG that one. That one is special to me. Telegraph and Ashby, the second Whole Foods ever in California. Really? 1990. Oh. It opened. Wow. Dude, that whole thing, and then Phil's across the street were oh. heaven. Oh, yeah, that's church for years. Yeah. Wow. Heather, this was so lovely. It was so I'm lovely. I'm so glad we can invite you. Yeah. Guys, you got to come here. Holy Union. It's beautiful. <laughs> Sean, did you get the... Look at that. That's good shit. You don't want to get tattooed next to that? You're crazy. We're going to go to Monty's. I'm fucking starving. I'm starving. How about you go first, and I'll, and I'll just say, me too. Hey, bud. Hi. How's it going? How are you? Pretty Thanks good. for having us. Yeah. Of course. I would, a, I would love a double, please. Double? Mm. As is. As is. I'll do the same. Oh, and, uh, how do you feel about the chicken sandwich? Pretty good. Before? I've had it before. It's pretty good. It comes with vegan eggs, pickles, and a twist of dipping sauce. I'll do it's, it. it's really good. Can I do yeah. the Nashville hot? Yeah, of course. That'll take me like a dry roast. It's pretty delicious. Thing. Does it still have a, a, like a sauce on it of sorts? It's a, it's, the sauce is going to be on the side. Oh? Yeah. Mm. And then but we, that way we still play your meat, sure, fried sure. meat and stuff like that, you know? Sure. But we have like a buffalo sauce, a honey mustard, habanero as well. Uh, can I do the, I'll, I'll do a, a ranch for right. that. Double chicken and Nashville. Oh, ranch, anything else? Yeah, can I have a double? Double? And instead of the spread, could I have ketchup, please? Instead of the spread, ketchup? Please. And then I'd love to try the um, chicken tenders with buffalo sauce. Mm. Any beverages? Yeah. One sparkling shot right Yeah. Here. Any other figures? I can't. Can't drink a calorie. I'll eat, I'll eat them all. He does it every day. But I don't. Yeah. Never, never have. So three warriors, start with lemonade. All right, you guys are all set. Thank Thanks, you buddy. so much. You're the best. Thank you so much. <laughs> Front cam bust. I know, just fucking. Just what is worse. SCB, dude. Yeah. Hey, here's what you look like. Yeah. How long have you been vegan? 19 years, 2004. Are you like a, were you at one point? You know, you mentioned something earlier, how like as a straight edge person, you kind of go through phases where like, when I was younger in high school, I was prick. Mm -hmm. I was like the worst straight edge kid. Uh -huh. I was very judgmental, uh -huh. very mean. Yeah. But all of us were, all, there was like a little group of like 15, 20 of us. And then you grow up and you kind of chill mm -hmm. out. Of it. Were you ever like, or are you still animal liberation front kind of guy? Are you just... I think that's... Are you vegan for the animals? That's sort of the difference, I think, between veganism and straight edge um, is... Like, yeah, I don't... If someone is drunk over there and I have nothing to do with them and they're not around me at all, I'm not dealing with them at all, obviously, by design. Right. With veganism, it's like, well, of course, I would like there to be less animals that die for food consumption. Mm -hmm. But I don't um, No, I mean, I don't I don't pick I don't I don't fight with anybody. I think you anything, and I about anything. You and I being close, good friends. Yeah, right. right. Maybe the proof is that is the pudding of which the proof is made. Totally. And I, ultimately, I just want I want there to be more options mm. for people like plant based 
eating needs to be more normalized for all for all diets yeah. you know um how often do you eat like a fast food alternative um, very rarely yeah right yeah which You're, is i think that's that's the the trap that people might fall into yeah yeah i think it's also a good gateway that, you know i mean burger king and jack in the box having vegan options um a brings you know um makes vegans who who are just just became vegan a little uh, it eases them into it a little a little better than it you know i was i felt like i was dropped in the middle of the ocean when i became vegan. oh 100 uh, i mean dude i remember the first wave of of like vegan fast food that, they, yeah. that you guys had to deal with and Boca. just be like, I swear God, it's good. Boca, <laughs> yeah. Boca burgers. Oh my yeah. God. Um, where I don't want to eat, you know, I personally don't want to eat the Jack in the Box vegan burger or, yeah, or whatever. Like I'm just using that. I don't even know if yeah. they have one. But how do you feel about like the McVegan? Again, great, great for those people who are making the transition. Yeah. And if something is easier, then it will happen yeah. more. That's what Carl That's just, from Earth Press is saying. Yeah. Asking the same thing. Because some people are, get a little caught up in the consumption under capitalism. Exactly, like that aspect. Totally, and and I don't think I think that is true. true. But I do think that um, two opposing truths can both still be true. Right, and, and it's never going to happen overnight. That the the changes are never. It's just not going to be totally. And now there's an option for someone who who eat who does eat meat, but they just don't. Most people I know who eat meat don't eat meat every meal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's becoming less and less normal. Mm -hmm. um, I would say if, if, if like protein intake weren't um, a disordered thought in my brain, <laughs> right? I would, yeah. I would, it would be way more rare. Of course. I mean, I'd of be course. eating fucking vodka sauce pasta. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so um, I, I do feel it important for like the greater um uh for for society to to be more plant food conscious um where i mean i guess i could say that i i think it would be better for the greater good of society for people to drink less too mm -hmm. but that it's different that doesn't have um so many there are so many variables that make that i feel that make veganism important that just are absent within sobriety and, yeah, and, and straight edge. People right. don't need to drink to survive. People, especially of lower economic status, need to eat in order to survive. Well, and no, there's, there are, and on the flip, there are no animals, like nothing died to get that beer in your hand. Right. No, um, and so, so yeah, on like both ends of the spectrum, yeah, that that is true. And like we talk about McDonald's all the time. We love it. But scientifically, if you break it down, it is like it can be an inexpensive calorie dense thing to eat when you don't have time or resources to eat something else. So a place like that having there you go. an inexpensive calorie dense vegan option totally is is for, for the sake of progress. Of course, a, it's, a, a, it's a very thing. good point. Yeah, it's it could it's a gateway and, you know, uh, and an option, and, a, and a, another option for someone who does eat. Touring bands. Totally. You know? Oh, dude. Totally. You guys had, you guys were starving. You had Taco Bell. Man, so it's funny. Exactly. I knew going into this <laughs> pod that we'd get into this discussion. And I was like, 
how do I want to approach this? Because of what I think, what makes hard lore what it is, is that you have been able to make this, this type of consumption fun. Mm -hmm. I love, a, there's a lot of podcasts by people who I love who do a great job, but I think it's so evident to why you to have garnered so much success in such a short amount of time because this is a listening to an episode of hard lore is a fun thing to do mm. good and that's what we want. and that and that's it's clearly what you want that's clearly the objective and that it clearly works and that's that's what makes you stand out oh here we go oh wow it's time bring it in brother thank is you. this for me this looks like it's for me i think oh. that's for you <laughs> oh so anthony uh, you're flying, the ceremony's on tour, or Cold K is on tour mm -hmm. with Depeche Mode, <laughs> which just happened. Crazy. <laughs> you fucking hear that? This man just toured with Depeche Mode, and we haven't talked about it one time. We're, we'll get We're it. We're going chronological. We'll get it. It's the most recent. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah. You're flying down the highway. Uh -huh. Let's say it's, ah, I don't want to put a year to it, because I want you to have every option. Yeah, right. Yeah, ceremony's yeah, right. on tour. In the United States, yep. You're about you. There's a magical exit sign mm -hmm. with all the places in the world in mm -hmm. the country on it. You can stop anywhere. Doesn't What's matter. the place on the sign where ceremony unanimously is like exit the freeway? We gotta eat. I need to consume. Oh, thank okay. you. This is good. So. If we're living in in fast food land, well, we are. Yeah. In these in these modern times, in these trying times, <laughs> that simply it just doesn't happen anymore. Sure. We're uh, um, we're go to the grocery store before we leave the before we leave the city. Really? Group? Do you have time for that? Uh, not always. You make time. <laughs> yeah, we make the time. Great. But in the in the in our in our earlier in our younger days, ten times out of ten, that stop is Taco Bell. Well, it has to be, right? It has to be. It's we all you were, had for so we long. We were Taco Bell psychopaths to the point now where I, it's hard for me to to eat half of a burrito. Really? Because it's just I associate it so much with the boys with being in with with being malnourished anxiety and and, and yeah right. like right um but we were so we could like we were the we were the kind of people the money shop look at that come we were the consumers where it's like the, okay so the taco bell on the other side of runner park the beans are a little a little more dehydrated oh, um and we 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 knew every we knew every pro and con of every Taco Bell in our vicinity. Right. And of course, I mean, vegans can eat there. Vegetarians <coughs> can eat there. Everyone. No problem. And it's just a it's such a California. It is. It feels like even though it's everywhere. It's, it's better, everywhere, but it's, it's like in California. it's like we were we were just grew up. On I here, don't on eat Taco it Bell ever. No, I only eat it on tour, and I think that that is at least saved it for me a little bit yeah because it's because i do like oh, it brother <laughs> brother do i eat it at home do you really oh my god what's your i've what? never hmm. i've recently there's something i've been doing on edit days mm -hmm. i'll doordash two large baja blasts 
Cost me about fourteen dollars. It's a psychopath. But I got I need something to get me through that. Nate, oh, that yes. Listening to Bo. I'm gonna give you this. Thank you. Oh, perfect. Put it in there. All right, let's try this burger. Well, attendee. I'll tend. I'll tend. Mmm. Ranch blessing. How's the vegan ranch? Pretty good. Pretty good. Mm. He's very particular about his ranch. You're 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 a ranchman. He's a ranchman. I'm a regular he's, cowboy. He's fucking Yellowstone. <laughs> What's I'm their Kevin fucking name? You're Kevin yeah, goddamn Costner. The ranch. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm the opposite progress. <laughs> <laughs> like at this point, there can there's really no excuse that ever any fry yeah. should be not vegan. I agree. You know? Can you tell your story, or do you not want to? Oh no, I'll push your talk. Montage. First of all, thanks for having us. And for the meal. The first time I came here was with Anthony and a man uh, who needs no introduction. His name is Dave Havoc. <laughs> um, he's right there. You know, lifelong uh, fan. So it was just nice to... to it was, I think it was my second or third time hanging out with the two of you together. Invited me to have some burgers. Mm-hmm. Oh, this was after the Haunted Hayride. Oh, right. I went to the Haunted Hayride first, which was... Great time. Terrifying. Went to Monty's after, and somebody who... Like, when the owner or the co-owner or somebody, one of the, like, higher-up people... I think it may have just been a, uh, someone... Uh, just a classic team member who who knew that of his closeness right. with, with the owners. Right. I, I think I have to do a full body. Yes, yes, sorry, full sorry. Full body representation of the moment. So mm-hmm. let's say the table was Dave, Anthony, or Colin, Anthony. And the, the, the t-shirt representative came over to the table and said, did you want a shirt, Dave? In a way that was like, not you, not you shirt for either of you, Dave. I gotta get you this shirt. And but and 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 bless Dave. Dave was like, like ah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you guys want, you know, like, like very in, immediately inclusive. Uh, but it was that, that was my one real Matthews experience. I also walked here to the other one, K-Town? the K Town one from Glendale one time. That was crazy. You were, and the folks at home don't may, of course, why would they know this? But that year, <laughs> you purposely did not good. use a vehicle. That was oh, your walking year? I was walking. You year. were, you would walk 20 mile round trip for, for a stick of gum. Oh my God. And a lot of the time, I would be like, Hey, what are you doing? I'm gonna maybe go get a donut in like two hours. Yeah, yeah. Which meant I'm yeah. leaving now. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaving now. I'll see you in two hours. And your response was either, "Dude, I'm there," or, yeah. or, "I just put a pot of lentils on. I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't make it." And that's how I know that the vegan fast food thing is not an every night uh-huh. for you because he's eating lentils. Because you're a pot of lentils. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't make it. Quinoa's on. Yeah. yeah. That combo is one one of, if, because a lot of times if I'm cooking for both Heather and myself, right. I'm like, you know, I need to 
dress it up a, a, yeah. a little more. But my if my go-to meal, if I'm just cooking for myself and I'm, I'm only have to worry about my me, quinoa, red lentils, little brags, little turmeric. Really? Done. This com- this moment w- that I'm referring to was five years ago. <laughs> and I remembered your exact home order. <laughs> this is, you can, you can confirm that I have not, that real, I have not changed real. in the last five no, years. Real. Because <laughs> it was <laughs> verbatim. <laughs> when does Cold Cave enter the picture for Anthony? I started touring with Cold Cave in February of 2019. Oh. Do you know Chaz? Of course. Choir boy. Yeah. He's a good friend of mine. Yeah. That's same. awesome. Yeah, he was touring with them too. Hi, Chaz. Yeah, so Chaz. He was on that tour. All right. They, right. they were on that tour. Um, I remember my great, lovely, great human. Lovely guy. Sounds awesome. You, you love lovely him. person. Yeah, they were doing merch for us on that tour. Mm. Um, the tour prior, Cold uh, Choir Boy was supporting. Right. They got along. And so we. Um, the first time in, in the Cold Cave van, I was with. It was also Jazz's first time, so we, so we bonded. Um, I love that. So yeah. So about, I mean, you know, obviously a year and a half, two years of that was was dormant. Um, but yes, it's 2019. It's um, my offer still stands, by the way. What's you, I, I, you're. You're ro- always rolling around <laughs> in this noggin, and you're you're in many compartments. I own a lot of black clothes, you know? What was the offer? I'll play drums for Cold Kid. Mm. I have so many black clothes. At one time, <laughs> at one time didn't London May play? No, London May played yeah. guitar, right? Who played? He played drums for a, oh, he did. a tour. Like, I in 2011, I, I think. Could, I could guarantee so, you I, so. I got more black clothes than him, probably. Than London May? Yeah. Now? Uh, I would say, yeah. You have a lot going for you, my friend. Let me oh, l- let me tell you that. So do you? Are you kidding me? Sexy man. Um, but yeah, so join. Hmm. <laughs> 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 you know what? I like this more than the burger. The chicken. Really good. When the chicken sandwich dropped, I did not. That was my order and only my order for like a year. I'm loving it. Wow. I had to like stop. Careful. I'm liking this. I'm really, yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. <laughs> ba da 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 da. Um, McDonald's reference. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's there's one the bit that we've done a couple times in this episode. Uh huh. I completely stole from Anthony. <laughs> I have the I'm Daddy thing, and like I've used that. I'm I'm. And that's Anthony. I have no I. I, I take no ownership. What's mine is what's mine is everybody. Whether you take it or not, yes, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I irrelevant. Cre- I credit the owners. You're, you're like, I, you know, I I, I appreciate that, of course. And right now, you are daddy. You're giving daddy. It's giving. It's giving daddy. And I'm what's the? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Have you gotten to write? Material with Cold Cave? Yeah, so the EP or LP that you it's a it's an it's a it's an ambiguous mm-hmm. 
format. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's a seven song 12 inch. Mm. Oh, and there are certain, but certain publications have, have put it on as, oh, I see. As, as a full, I mean, I think it's literally an LP, but is it a, but whether it's in the full length album or EP I think status. The, the, the LP EP determination is in the intention. Mm -hmm. Is it written as an LP? I don't. Th I think that, uh, that that has not been disclosed. I think that's where the you know lies? yes. Uh, the, so there's. A, I think it's intentional. So there's. A, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't want to project onto onto you know uh, Wes's right. like thought process. Right. I mean, it's it should be said that it's Cold Cave is very much Wes is is been. Wes's project. Yeah. Um, he's dead. He's daddy. And Wes is dad. Yes. But on that release, uh, Fate and Seven Lessons, I am on four of the tunes. And each each song that I'm on, my role was a bit different. Mm. Uh, one song is, is kind of like a proper co-write. Um, and then like one, Wes was like, hey, I have this song, but I just, I just want a guitar solo right here. Ah. And then there's a song that was, that was written. He's like, okay, just play guitar. Like the chord progressions were there and just play guitar throughout it. So it was really, it was a really fun experience because I never knew like kind of what mm. I was going to have to do. And then there were three songs that I had, I'm not, are purely electronic and, and West okay. on his own. So um, you're Sean Martin now. In, uh, in, in all ways, I am Sean Martin. He's back in <laughs> Connecticut. That's right. The That's man's all, got it all, in him. All the roads. <laughs> all roads truly lead to Sean Martin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we then, then so we we did uh, that uh, that initial tour with Adult and Vows. Got home, did a a six day full U.S. tour with Ministry. Oh, oh, how was that? Um, it was awesome. I I mean I'm a, I am a early Ministries, super fan. I mean, I, lo I, I love ministry. I'm not, I'm not trying to say yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not a mid to late period ministry right. fan, yeah. but um, the Rape and Honey and Mine and Psalm, like those, yeah. those three records. I mean, and of course with Sympathy, but like, I feel like, you know, that's a different, it's that's a different, uh, that's a different band. band. Yeah. Twitch rocks too. Did they um, have any of the, uh, Twitch is awesome. Yeah. Did they have the, um, the fence up at all? Did they, they no, so that, they started doing that again kind of on, on a tour not long after that. Okay. This was a, a Wax Tracks. It was it was for the Wax Tracks documentary. Yeah. So it was only in like the six major major markets, as they say. Um, and it was meant to be it's a obviously a fly a fly tour, but um, we did not do that. Oh no. Yeah, so we drove so, uh, Brooklyn mm -hmm. to Toronto. Huh. Mm -hmm. Day off, Austin, Texas. Oh, my oh God. God. That was all done. And then Austin to home. In all of that, we lied down one time in a, in a hotel. Um, this is what the... This is, this is what art. This is this is, is what makes about. you. This is this is what makes you appreciate the things. This is what yeah, makes you hardcore right. certified. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Holy shit! That's what right. is what is Brooklyn to Toronto? 
hundred. That's like the st- That's the smallest portion of that. Yeah. Trip. Yeah. So that's that, the easy that was like two a.m. I think we got in at like six p.m. Oh, four p.m. Like, like we made sound check. Mm-hmm. You know, but it was but like, but, but, then, but like, we drove straight yeah. from. We're here. Might as well load in. Straight Venue from to Toronto to Austin yeah. after the show. So didn't didn't sleep that night. Drove a two days to Austin, got there in the middle of the night. So we so we slept slept the, the night before Austin and then right after Austin drove to LA. Mm. Yeah. But we knew it was going to be obviously we knew it was gonna be brutal. Yeah. But it was such a short amount of time. True. That was like, okay, well let's just have like a a rough nine days. Rough week, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. You know, it'll be over over in a flash. And it was so fun. Did it end at home? It ended home. So that's that good. never happens. Yeah, so. <clears throat> yeah, not for you guys. No. Yeah. I've driven from Chicago and Connecticut more times than I've been. For some reason, totally. things end in Chicago all the time. It's, it's the middle. It's the middle. middle. It's the middle. It's, 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 it's like not that bad for anyone, but it's really bad it's really for bad everyone, for actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unless you live in Chicago. <laughs> a few months later, maybe a year later, you're touring with the Depeche Mode. So then we get home from that. And then. Wes gets the songs together for for Fate, um, record those. That that comes out during pandemic times. Yeah. Um, then we do um, a few uh, Cherish the Light Years anniversary shows, one in LA, right. one in New York. Um, Ten year anniversary of, and then you know a couple one offs. But then yeah, we and then a year, uh, probably a year later. Um, it's probably really hard for you folks on your couch with your YouTube app and Apple TV to follow this timeline. I apologize. Um, we go on towards the Pushman. Tell me about that. How long was that tour? It was six shows, two weeks. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, they're on a bus. They're they're um, on. Are they flying? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if. Yeah. They're on two planes and two buses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, they're on some transport, yeah. transporter, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just like night on two days. Yeah, off, yeah, Jetsons. Yeah. Jetsons vibe. Um, it was it was the best thing ever. Like ever, right? It was just the best. I, I can't I, imagine how that felt. Yeah, I mean, they're probably my favorite band, mm-hmm. uh, Depeche Mode. So just that alone. Um, they played Blasphemous Rumors. They did not play Blasphemous Rumors, but they did play... Um, they played a lot you want to hear. They played Strip. They know? They, yeah. They know. They're, but, you know, they've they've never been a nostalgia right. band. Like, uh, every, every... Every record's good. They only tour when they have a record out, and every you're getting four to five songs off every record. Mm-hmm. And if you're not into that record, Dave Gahan is going to make you love that record by the end of that show, because he is... He has the weight of the world on his shoulder. How do you craft a ceremony set list with seven LPs out of, of varying genres? Yeah, it's um, yeah, Good it's point. you have to commit to um, a certain feel for a few blocks for a few numbers, yeah. and then you have to kind of ease out of it into into something else. Or you, you know, sometimes we'll make the conscious decision to to hard stop it from a from like a really down tempo subdued song into something really abrasive. Mm. Um, 
but it's actually, it's pretty easy because there's not a lot. We don't really play anything on Still Nothing Moves You. And then the, the, the Ruin, Balance, Balance stuff is, is, there's not a lot of that. And usually that's at the end. So it's, it's not, it'd be a lot trickier if we were like, felt like we had to play something, a few things off every album. But you just like, like with anything, yeah. you know, like, like with, uh, with, with making love, <laughs> you know what I mean? You it's don't a, just it's go a 30 second set and yeah. then you go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and Colin doesn't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Colin's a prude. He doesn't talk about the set. What did I say the one time that you love? I'm not horny. Wow. That's that's what that's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, Colin Young, Colin Young quote all the time. We not, not horny. horny. Yeah, I feel you know we don't we won't go from an L. Shea Man song into a Violence Violence song into you know a Runner Park song into a synth song. So they're in blocks. Yeah, you kind of yeah, and not even so much in eras, oh. as so much in just sort of wow. like intention. Mm. Intention is everything. Yeah. Why yeah. is so much more important than what? Let me ask Couldn't you. Couldn't have said it better myself. Let me ask you something. I probably could have. Let me ask you. Hit me. Before you, you know, make me cry again. Let me ask you something. You ever spin kick? Has Anthony? I'm, I don't know if I've, I have not been kicked. Spun cut is the yeah that's me. I have I have done adjacent <clears throat> adjacent movements, adjacent maneuvers. Tell me about a maneuver that's adjacent to a spin. Well, like a sweet chin music or like uh yeah maybe uh <laughs> I've never spin kicked no. no. What, what could you? I think you could. What pants? You, I'm not in those pants. I don't know if my if if my yeah. if my bottom attire would allow for spin kicking. I would have. You would have. There would not be a, a thread, a crumb of thread left if I spin kicked in those. What's the name of that? Uh, the Cure album? Disintegration. <laughs> it's about me spin, spin kicking in in my pants. pants. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> We got one. That, Sorry. That's what Dennis, the disintegration is that's about. What's that's what the best record ever is yeah. about. Great Me, spin kicking. <clears throat> yeah. The actual title track, Disintegration. Oh. It's the best song. It is the best song, song. they played it. A period, best song. Mm -hmm. That's not That's not a wrong thing to say. Yeah, no, that I disintegration agree. is the best song. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. The best song on the best record. Agreed. What do you do, Anthony? Uh, we know the fucking answer to this, but come on. So live, yeah. I feel like live and recorded are, are different, yeah, for, especially for especially for kind of what live is like what we yeah, do. No, exactly. You know, um, like I feel like if you watch this live with the volume down, or or maybe me, we're talking about me. So I'm, yeah, this is about Anthony. You may maybe you wouldn't think that we're playing. <laughs> The genre of music or the genres that that, sure. that we play, I don't know. But Which what, is what, 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 why, it's, why it's so cool? Yeah, right. I think you know my like the way I approach guitar and hold hold a guitar is very Prince. Um, that 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 would that he informed me on the guitar as a as a 
instrument. So live, um, I feel that's kind of, I feel so, because he's the greatest. Yeah. Well, so I'd be like, I'm doing print. It's like, well, I mean, you know what I mean? <coughs> we're all trying. We're, we're all yeah. trying, att yes. doing an attempt, and that's, of the course. attempt is what makes of a course. unique. I've lifted yeah. a lot of moves from Prince. I've go. lifted more moves from, from Prince than any than Whoa. anybody else. That's a good one. What's your favorite on stage move? Well, yeah, absolutely. Spin kick. I only spin kick on stage. <laughs> oh, you meant in the pit? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, on, on stage, five five spin kicks a, a, a track oh, for okay. me. That's what I thought. That's what uh, I do you play only boss pedals because Prince did? Or do you break I play out? mostly boss pedals, but I was just give, gifted a bunch of deadbeat pedals, which I really like. Um, so I've been playing with those live lately. On record, I'm doing Rick Agnew from Christian Death and Adolescence and Greg Ginn mm. and... I saw Greg Ginn once at Handlebar in Chicago, the uh -huh. vegan place. It was during a ride fest and he was playing with Off at the time. And I like got up, me and my friend were leaving and I looked and I was like, oh, I, I Wait, know Wait, Greg Ginn was playing in Off? Yeah. Are we sure? Yeah, 100%. Or, or Off was playing and he was doing a Greg Ginn solo. Okay. What, something okay. like that. Okay. So and not 100%. So not 100%. Yeah. So I like looked and I was like, oh, I know that guy. And he, he was like. He, he was like. He, he did that to me. Just there's like, a person please. with tattoos. I know exactly what's about to happen. Please leave me alone. I just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, never yeah. mind. Yizzard? Black Flag was playing. Uh, Black Flag was playing next door to, to Ceremony recently. And we were like loading out at the same time. And he was like smoking a cigarette while we were. And I just didn't have. Did he hit you with like, while we were loading I, I the didn't. old man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys play? <laughs> um, I, you know, I do, I do Johnny Ramone. Ooh. I'm a big down, you gotta, you, you gotta downstroke, downstroke in the, in the world that. Sick is we, all downstroke. Yeah, if, if it's one upstroke, you played it wrong. That's, that's right. Yeah, downstroke and son of a bitch right, right there. Right there. That's right. Wow. He'll break that fucking thing in half before right. he upstroke. He'll break that guitar he made with his bare That's hands. Right. Oh, yeah. He'll get another $645 by <laughs> yeah. the time one breaks. You know? It's insured. <laughs> Downstroking. <laughs> Johnny. More or less. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, though, like, Greg and Rick had, like, a really interesting and creative approach to playing punk that was like dark but still melodic but violent you know that was like that really influenced like the kind of through runner park and then johnny marr and robert smith yeah. like i've i have wholesaled almost whole i've almost wholesaled both of them quite a few times <laughs> yeah tell me about anthony oh Anthony is my solo project. Um, I'm recording a I'm recording a record right now. It's I'm finally I feel like I'm at the place where my vision, my vision and my abilities are are on the same level. What a scale other. that can be! So I'm George Lucas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm really excited about what everything I've done now up until now is not a good is not a very good representation of 
of what I envision the project to ultimately be. Um, but it's I'm really I'm really excited. I'm really hopeful that it comes out. Um, I love the one that I've heard. I'll tell you that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. The I did a I over the pandemic I released uh, a Prince covers album. I did the album Dirty Mind front to back. Really? Uh, where I recorded the vocals with your lovely brother Taylor, um, and I think that is more um, representative of what where the project is 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 going. Um, and it's funny every time I've tried to like explain what it's like you know it's like you know post-punk but kind of like art rock you know and like advent pop but there's like some r&b and i'm like it just sounds like a guy that really likes david bowie and prince <laughs> i think that's what it is i think that's what the guitar player of sarah Lee covering prince Wow. That's what it is. But with also all of those other things. You should write the little sticker. Yeah. yeah. Can the you sticker. do the bio? Yeah. yeah. Can you do the bio? Picture this. Yeah. Anthony Gonzalo. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you something. Playing music. Yeah. <laughs> Some people. <laughs> <laughs> it is your birthday. <laughs> we hit each other with that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, yeah, I just played my first show. Um, post-pandemic at Genghis Cohen a few weeks ago. Um, what a place, huh? What a, we were just there last What a place for a, to, to, attend a, to attend a live, some live music. Dude, I mean, the food. The restaurants seem nice. Fun. The Queens, the Queens Tofu. The Queens Tofu. Oh my goodness. Did that the bathrooms are nice? The place is unbelievable. Yeah, it's a good venue. it looks incredible. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's a game that you wanted to show us. And I think that Bo should be the recipient of the game. So the game, I on the drive to Juice, we were talking about uh, a mutual friend of ours who will remain nameless, I suppose, but they lost all their contacts in their phone. So I called them the other day and it wasn't until like a minute in where they were like, hey, I don't know who this is because I've lost all my contacts. Yeah. So I just saw the number and I was so impressed by it that they answered an unknown number, um, obviously for it being who who is have you heard of anyone doing that in the year of our lord 2023 so this reminded me of a game that we used to play in the ceremony van okay where someone would take out their phone and you'd go to your contacts and you'd scroll and then you would blindly select a contact you would then show the contact to the rest of the van and wait for their green light to ensure to ensure that the the contact you selected was not ruin your life was not like a family member that you've had a falling out with or you know so it would also have to be someone that they sort of knew we both know so like if you're about to call someone that we didn't know it'd be you know it does the be still purpose yeah so we'd give the green light then you would click call and you would blindly call a random contact in your phone and the game is you trying to figure out who you're on the phone with. So so the the, the tricky part about this game now is that it's uh, it's almost a faux pas to call someone. So a, a, a non-pickup is oh, rather is commonplace. Good. I like it, Sean. How stressful is it? A little bit, but then I saw it was Nick and it's... Oh. Of course. Yeah. What's up, player? Hey, 
How are you? I'm doing great, how are you? I'm doing so, so good. What are you up to? I'm getting ready to head over to 1720. What are you up to? Kat, I just want to tell you something. <laughs> I just won a game where I had to call someone randomly who I didn't see who it was and I had to figure out who they were. Kat, you're live on Hardlore right now. You're live on Hardlore. Hi, Kat. Anthony says hi, Colin says hi. He figured it out in record time. Record time, so thank you for so being- So that's a best case scenario. Yeah. yeah, thank you for being a champion cat. You are so welcome, and I'm gonna be so honest, I only answer because I always answer the phone for people who never call me, so. That makes sense, Wow. so thank you. Continue to do so. You're so welcome, I think I deserve a prize. You do. Okay, we'll, we'll figure we'll, something out. I'll send you money, thank you cat. <laughs> Have a good night, Barbie. Okay, bye Barbie. Bye Barbie. <laughs> That is too. That fun. was perfect. Okay, that, I like, that was I like best the case. That's best case scenario. She has a very distinct. As soon as she said seventeen twenty, so, I was like, oh. there. I have in playing the game. There are people who that I've got. I've landed on multiple times. No way. So there are people in this world that walk through their life thinking, there's a, there's a time when Anthony, Anthony was just calling me all the time for some reason. Uh, do you want to play the game? Yeah, 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 yes, yes. Well, think about what I told you earlier in the call. About I mean, yeah, if, if you land on someone and I don't know who they are, or, you know, you you also, part of the game is- I had to trust you. It's a trust fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. All right, all right, ready? Yeah. You gonna scroll? No, you can, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, stop. Or go the other way. And hit it. Oh, Let me see. I don't know who that is. Okay. No. Okay, no. we're gonna do it okay. again. This is fun. Again, I don't, got a if, lot if it's the one that I think and hope it is, it would be awesome, but I don't think it is. If we, if we don't know, I yeah. feel like, okay, go down. Scroll down. Yeah, keep. Further, faster, son. And there you go. Got a lot of content. There's, there's just no way. You are, however, you were by someone? Uh, do, do, do we cheat the game and just and just click? Well, so he did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. do that. It's, it's, it's adjacent. You were right by it's, it. It's near, it's near where you landed on, and we're going to try it. Okay. So I've picked one now. Now, this is cheating, but for the sake of good television. Hello? Hey, what's up? What's up? How's it going? It's good. How are you? I'm just vibing, dude. I'm I'm out to dinner with Bo and Anthony from Ceremony. Sick. All good people. What are you doing? I'm eating up some Indian food. From where? Uh, a little spot called Desi Spice. Where is that? What city is that in? It's in Atlanta, Georgia. Wow. So is this a foundation reunion show really happening, Champ? <laughs> is it happening? It is not. Okay. Champ, I'm just going to tell you what I just did. We are, you are live on Hardball right now. Oh, goodness gracious. We were playing a little game where we had to scroll through our contacts and call someone live. They picked you for me. Oh, and, I'm so honored. And you were the example I used... <laughs> this is random. This is random. Yes, yes. I said, Bo didn't understand the terms of the game. And I said, if you say, let's say you landed on Champ Hammett, you would try to figure out if you were talking to Champ Hammett. And by golly, did I just figure it out. Hi, Champ. Hi, Champ. Hey, bud. Hi, guys. I hope you have the best day. Enjoy your Indian food. Foundation, Mount Rushmore Straight Edge. What's up? 
Uh, I appreciate the call. And uh, I hope you guys have a great time this weekend. Thanks, man. We love you so much. Love you guys, too. Have a great day. Bye. We're good at this game. That was, that good. was good. That was right? good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where is that? Yeah. What city is that? Yeah. Perfect. Like Atlanta, Perfect. and then I heard the voice, and yeah. he's like, mm, only a real estate agent is picking up my call. Oh, clever. I like the game. I think it's time for something sweet. I think it's... Yeah. Well, fuck. I, we got to recharge a little bit. We yeah. can recharge in the car. I need to recharge my, my batteries with something sweet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's go to Magpies. Let's go to Magpies. I love that idea. They have vegan stuff in Magpies? They do. Mostly. Big time. Holy shit. Yeah. Mostly. Let's go. Let's go over there. We're going to get some ice cream. Grazie. What's your, uh, so to change the flavor, what's your V flavor thing? So the corn almond is incredible. Yeah. I guarantee you the brown brownie batter is good, and you can swirl those two. Wrap us up. Yeah, so we're we're going to wrap up here. We're at Magpies. It's dessert right. time. You, I, I wanted to stand here. I apologize. You know, Daddy always needs something sweet after something savory. And we're daddy. We are daddy. And we are daddy. So as we eat um, this ice cream, I have a couple questions for you. Uh-huh. When when I asked you your favorite breakdown of all time, you responded with Bee Gees Nights on Broadway, which, yes. don't get me wrong, uh-huh. one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. It is up there with Return of the Mac in songs I've listened to for the most consecutive hours of the week. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of what, what the world perceives, as an actual breakdown in hardcore punk metal yes. yeah. rock. Do you have any answers for me? So I think my answer within the yeah. punk and hardcore realm still may be even a bit controversial for the for the context of this pod. I would expect nothing less. But you tell me. Uh, get out by Madball. It's a, it's very simple. It's not mad ball. Yeah. It's so simple. It's so iconic. The call out at the begin at, at the at the top of the yeah. breakdown. It just band name. You know, I'm all about that. Love that. Also, I can't not move before the song starts. Him doing the it's it goes get out get out yeah is uh, the whole audience is already popping. yes yes <laughs> you created a moment like that that you've created a live nuance mm-hmm. that is so that is iconic as the song itself and, and the all breakdown leads- is your fucking band name as the mosh call pretty hard game over that's and it's, a great you know, answer it's one of those it's one of those riffs that you think to yourself how has no one plucked that mm. from the it was just sitting there amongst the atmospheric river <laughs> and they're the ones who knew to pluck it they really were man and that happened all the time with them truly them and af it was like damn those notes were just there the whole time mm-hmm. waiting to be used like mm-hmm. that what did we what did I, say? I said new york city i think was my yeah mine too yeah that's crazy that that for what um maybe what i feel like most people would consider yeah like mm-hmm. that's that's what a breakdown is mm-hmm. if something if we're talking something that's a halftime that incorporates halftime and and palm mutes yeah i would i would probably agree with you okay well thank you i've long since maintained that can't stop won't stop is one of the like a top five hardcore song of all time here 
Period. Top to I think we quoted it on the way to Juice today. We did. Yeah. I don't remember the context, but it was. But it happened. Can't stop, won't stop. You know that part? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, dude. You made me laugh. I said Bram all over the place. Um, also, I guess there's a last question. We, you know, we, we say that perfect albums, we, we could talk, call it the master killer tier. We yeah. Should, we should probably stop doing that. You know, perfect album is a perfect album. Sure. Master killer is master killer. <laughs> what do you feel we've missed? So, mm. very good question, Paul. So I have a, a two-part answer to this question. And the first part, I'm certain it will be controversial. And for that, I apologize. <laughs> but, you know, if you, want, if you don't want controversy, don't, don't, don't call have the king. Old, don't don't have phone, the king. old Tony on. Don't call double Soprano. There is a <laughs> Master Killer tier album that you frequently reference when explaining the concept that I do, that I strongly feel is not master tier. Oh, are you going to say it's master killer? No, 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 I'm not. I wouldn't. <laughs> Come on. All right. I, I, yeah, I'm not trying to have all the all the threads unravel here. <laughs> I I'm, I'm listening for it to be master killer tier. Mm-hmm. And I think we could agree on this. No skips. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And I believe the album Thriller by Michael Jackson has a skip. Agreed. The Dark Gone Girl is mine. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. That's why I say bad. I don't Which has no skips. Wait, I, th- I think bad's high points are are plentiful. I, I guess, I guess that wouldn't make them high points. That would be... Are you doing... What's wrong with you? I'm dropping you. I non-ironically think that song rocks. The girl is mine. Yeah, I, I really do. I think Paul McCartney's voice sounds great. You think that they sh- had any business chasing the same girl at any t- point in time? I mean, that's that's, that's a ridiculous way to look at it. Is it? I think. I mean, look. If there is any such thing as objectivity in art, <laughs> folks would not have a podcast. <laughs> of course. So, I feel you, but I think it is like, it is quite. Yeah silly in a way that you know i don't feel like is uh that makes it not classic i guess a paul mccartney 10 out of 10 singer the the performances obviously yeah, yeah. are great but i don't like that song i i was i went to michael jackson's stable center memorial you know right right lifelong fan mm-hmm. let the man rest mm-hmm. bad smokes it in hundreds of ways so so i just wanted to Put that out there, Paul. And, I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> yeah, Colin. I'm a yeah, lover. Yeah, like <laughs> the talk, like the monologue. It's like, yeah, it's so silly. Paul being like, no, Michael, I'm gonna fuck her. <laughs> We're gonna listen to that immediately, Sean. As soon as we get in the car, Michael, I need to fuck this girl. No, Paul, I need to fuck this girl. So, I don't believe. <laughs> what you've missed. Um, I have again have not listened to every uh, hardcore okay. pod, though I am a fan. So I, you maybe someone has 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 dropped these in the past. Um, I'm sure it's no shock to either of you. I think 
Prince has three master killer records. We never mentioned those. One being Dirty Mind, one being Purple Rain, and one being Sign of the Times. I, I think from uh, 79 to 89, there's every album is essential. But I, I could see the logic in some people thinking that maybe Parade is not, is not uh, only classic songs, okay. so on and so forth. It is subjective. Of course, of course. Um, mm. You used to yell at me and say that, well, the point of Master Killer is that it's not a, a subjective. No, I don't. It's, it's not that. It's just that there's a difference between, like, favorite and best, you know? And there's a difference between amazing album, great album, and... Timeless and album perfect, and, and classic this thing perfect. I really, I, I like. Well, then, by that rationale, Thriller smokes bad because it sold more. It's his best record. That's what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> Let's just go track by track and tell me. Come on. Yeah. It's not even close. But by that logic, Swamp Thing also belongs on our list somehow. <laughs> Swamp Thing? Because somebody thinks that, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess it's not subjective, it's objective. But, you guys, I love you. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think uh, the cure by disintegration. Other way around. Yeah. Strike that, reverse it. Yeah. You got some shot. No, on. no, that was right. Uh, uh, <laughs> the cure's disintegration. Yeah, there it is. This is good. Um, the Smiths, the Queen is dead. Oh, oh all day. Uh, Depeche Mode, Violator. All day. Do you prefer the Queen is dead? That's, I think that's my favorite. Uh, Stevie Wonder, Talking Book, Stevie Wonder, Intervision, oh, Stevie dude. Wonder. Uh, 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 songs in the key of life. Oh. Um, Are you Smiths over Morrissey? Susie Soul? the Scream. Um, I no, I'm I. I prefer the Smiths, but oh. I do feel that because there are people who are only like they love the Smiths, but they don't care for Morrissey solo. It's just crazy. And I feel like most people who love and celebrate his solo work and the Smiths prefer Morrissey solo. Yeah, I do so. So I feel I am on, uh, I um, am one of the few who love both, but still celebrate, but still prefer the Smiths. Okay, that's fair. I mean- That's me. Those are different moods. That's Taco Bell and Del Taco. You're absolutely, absolutely. Wow. You know? Absolutely. It's like, Smiths, you're getting fucking Riffs, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. some of the best riffs ever written by a guy who had never heard the word riff in his life, and and can never be replicated. Can never mm -hmm. be replicated. Morrissey, you're getting the most finely crafted, like pop rock and roll songs mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. Totally. And I think with the Smiths, I like how his a lyrical approach was a bit more story oriented, where he gets a. He, he's, he's, he's more heavy-handed with the solo stuff, which most all of it is I, I, um, I, I do love. But there's something about uh, kind of involving the listener in, 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 the, in the tune. He was less worried about that grass, like, that, that grass right. rhyme and, and fitting right. things right. In, in, in the Smiths. And then Morrissey's like finely crafted poetry. Right. He like hated rhyming. You know what I mean? It was like... Mm -hmm. Anti-rock. He hated layers and harmonies. Yeah, crazy. You know? crazy. God, imagine being that good. Can't do it. Can't. I love a layer. I love an anthem. 
Really, and that's why we're here. Freedom of choice, Devo. <sighs> wow, how huge was that for you interacting with? Oh my God. The mother's boss. It was in. Come on in. It was unreal. It was so, it was so him mm -hmm. too, which made it so much better. Right. Tell me about that experience. Cold Cave played um, a friend of their, a friend of ours, theirs. It's hard to, I, you know, I never know what to really say. Yeah, yeah. Um, birthday party that Mark Mubsbau from Devo uh, was in attendance. And uh, Wes and Amy introduced me to Mark. And they uh, asked me to show him my Devo tattoo, which is here. And then he, well, I'll, I'll send it to you. Maybe, you know, maybe you could. Oh, here it is. You know, with your, with your tech savviness, mm -hmm. could show these Isn't folks. Isn't this great? Show these. <laughs> <laughs> and then he proceeded to do the, the most Mark Mother's Bow thing ever. And it was, you, you see right now, the expression on my face is uh, joy. It's pure joy and honest. Gorgeous. Um, Anthony. Man, I could do this all day. Uh, we'll do a we'll we'll do we'll do uh, we we'll some, do something. We got some album anniversaries coming <laughs> we'll up. We'll do something uh, once. I love it. Yeah, we got we got um, we got the Anthony solo album coming out soon. Anthony, that's what I want you to walk away from this thinking like, wow, what a cool guy. Because you know he's been in the shadows for so long, and I've been trying to bring him out of the shadows. But look at this black clothes, which I own a lot of. But, but man, and now I'm glad that you all know the real Anthony just as I do. Uh, Anthony, thank you so much. For thank you so much for having me. Ceremony, cold cave, Anthony, whatever he calling. <laughs> oh. Black clothes, cold cave. Monty's good burger, magpies. <laughs> They're fucking Baileons all the whole year. Tattoo. This has been Hardware Stories from Tour. We will see you next week. Bye. Uh, yeah, it's a day, you know?